Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thank you, sir. Recorded live. And you're listening live as the front row presents Cleveland Senate Athletic League Championship Football here from Collinwood Athletic Complex in Cleveland, Ohio. I am Sean Bartik and Jeremy Dyer. Jeremy Dyer will be on the play-by-play, and we're going to be underway in about 23 minutes kickoff here at high noon from Cleveland, the Collinwood Athletic uh, Center. Jeremy, so far, what are your thoughts on everything you've seen this morning? Well, both teams seem to be ready to go. Uh, you know, this is the last game of the year for both these teams. Unfortunately, neither team will be in the playoffs. Uh, East Tech at 5-5, five and five. Uh, John Hay at 8-2. and two. Uh, but one thing, you know, you like to see is a beautiful day of football, and both these teams have fired up, and it's a great story. John Hay, they've been good for a few years now, and they got a great coaching staff. They're doing the right thing. They're 8-2. and two. They're 6-1 and one in conference. But the story of the year is East Tech. They started off the season 0-3, and, and uh, they're 5-2 and two now in the conference, which means they went 5-1. and and one, or I'm sorry, five and two since the 0-3 start. So, um, you know, it's going to be a great day of football. I can't wait. And, Sean, <laughs> I mean, the crowd is a little low today, but it's all about the players and for these seniors on both teams. This is their last high school game ever. So, you know the coaches got the seniors all fired up. Absolutely. It's just to see how the rest of the team shows up today. Absolutely. And, again, we – John Hay has a number of uh, players, and East Tech usually has a smaller roster, but we, you know, have a bigger roster, which is good for East Tech. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to go into a game with only 12 players or 18 players because you're going to get tired early, and you know, you're you're not going to be able to perform to your best because you just you have to play both sides of the ball, and, and it just doesn't work out for you that way. So thank God they have a big roster, and you know, obviously John Hay has a big roster. Unfortunately, today, Leon Clayton, uh, he's out with an MCL injury. They don't know how serious that's going to be, uh, but he will not be in today's championship game. And the coach really spoke about how it's a big disappointment because he's a really big part of this team. And like I said, unfortunately, he plays linebacker at fullback. He won't be in today. And, you know, again, that's the thing is, there, you know, on, some, on both teams, there's some two-way players, which we'll see who they are today. East Tech, I've read before that they have a lot of two-way players, you know, and it's, it's like you said, it's got to be rough because one of their games they played Chardon, and that's that's not an easy task whatsoever. No, and, and, and you know that they got – that was not a pretty score on that. I believe it was like almost 60 to nothing or something like that. But Chardon's a really good football player. Right. And, uh, you know, and not to take away from East Tech, but, like, those guys, those guys have, like, the 52-man roster. You know, they have – the team that looks like they compete in Division Three in college football. Yeah. So, you know, but like I said, whenever these teams first started, 
East Tech had a rough start, but they've gotten it together, and they're moving in the right direction. The coaches got them fired up, and from the look of the players, they're ready to go today. Yes, and you know, like you said, it was yeah, 66 to nothing. They lost to Chardon, and again, we looked at that before with Shaker Heights uh, losing 40 to nothing, and Orange 37 nothing, and then they played John Hay, and it was 16-14, which you know, again, we we expect to see a battle here, but who knows? It could go either way. Yeah, that first matchup between John Hay and East Tech, it was 16-14. The difference, though, in that game, and this is one thing that John Hay's got to come in today and make sure they don't do. They had five turnovers against East Tech that game. Five turnovers. And, and, and East Tech had negative 11 yards on offense. But that was because the snapper was a little bit nervous, I believe, that night because he, every other play, the ball was going over the quarterback's head. So they were losing a lot of play, or a lot of yards, you know, obviously, whenever you snap over the quarterback's head. Sure. But if if East Tech, or I'm sorry, if John Hay limits the turnovers today, I don't see this would be a close football game today. So that's, you know, uh, Coach Rodney DiCepeda, uh he's had this, you know, took this team, and it was in shambles years ago, and turned it around over the last five five years, and it's you know been a very great run for them. They actually made the playoffs a couple of years ago, which right. you know again, Glenville does make the playoffs just about every year. Right. But for another team to actually make that step and get, make the OHSAA uh, playoffs is huge for Cleveland School because you know we did, Glenville was the first team to get in for years. Right. And, and then you know obviously John Hay is number two, which they lost their game last week to Glenville, uh, their regular season game. Yeah, that was a that was a big disappointment for John Hay. You know, they always want to beat Glenville. You know, that's that's the thing everybody wants to beat yeah, Glenville. Yeah. Those are the top dogs. So anytime you get a win, matter of fact, Glenville got a big playoff win last night, 56-28. They were actually down 21 to seven at the half. Wow. The coach got him in the locker room, fired him up, let him know that they played for Glenville and they better get it together. And of course, they come out and do their thing. They did. Uh, but you know. That's why I said it was good to have or see John Hay get the program sure. around. They have Malik Mitchell, who's now a quarterback at Kent State University. Uh, and I know Malik personally. He's a good kid. He works very hard. And, you know, the funny thing is, is I remember Malik whenever he was maybe this big, if you can't see it, he <laughs> looked like a toothpick. Now the kid, every time he takes a picture, the kid's like, he, he's turned into the Incredible Hawk. But that's what you got to do sure. in college football. Because I know a kid who went down in West Virginia and played at West Virginia Tech. And I asked him, I said, hey, how's things going? He said, let me, let me tell you this. He goes, take the hardest hit you ever took in high school football, times it by 10, and that's what you get every single play. Now, that was just in West Virginia Tech, which sure. is smaller than even Division Three. Okay. So I can only imagine Division <laughs> 1A how hard you're getting hit by those guys. Absolutely. I mean, again, we've seen it time and time again. Guys get you know, blast it every week, and, you know, you see things you're, you know, you see something new every week. Oh, always, <laughs> always. There's something, there's always a hit of the week. Yep, yep. So. If, you hear a, if you hear a crazy noise in the background, because one of the doors <laughs> is uh, bouncing off the walls, I'm about to go get my screw gun and take it out of the, the wall for you. <laughs> so, yeah, again, it's, it's you know, probably about 50, 50 degrees uh, game time, which is about 17 minutes away. And, you know, again, the sun's been in and out, which is also great. Oh, yeah. That's, maybe I'll shut that one. Yeah, maybe that'll shut that, yeah, that might help that out a lot. Good going there. Yeah, yeah, beautiful day for football. <laughs> Absolutely. So, two, both these teams can't ask for a better day. It's not because, again, the forecast was supposed to be rainy and cold. 
and with the sun coming out, obviously that makes it a little bit warmer, even though it's chilly. Yeah, but I'm old school, though. I'm old school. I'm a football fan. I think sure. it should be like 40 degrees, gloomy, cold, wind blowing, 15 miles an hour. I, I'm just, that's me with football, you know, this time of year. Sure, no. It's, but the high school, these kids, it's okay, because I've been out on that field. I know what it's like to have that tough weather going. So, you know, but as a fan, I like to see it a gloomy day. But, hey, no complaints. So, yeah, but, again, you know, I – we expect a few, you know a few more people to turn out for today's game. And again, this you know this is our first broadcast of the Senate Athletic excuse me Athletic League Championship, and hopefully we'll be able to do a few more events because they do have. And again, I just found this out. They do soccer. They, I, I've known they had baseball, and uh, they do of course basketball. And there's there's more sports than that. There's cross country, track, which Collinwood is known. This is why the stadium got built is because of Collinwood track team. Yeah, which they won in like 17 years in a row. They <laughs> yeah. won like the conference championship. Yeah, it's They're unstoppable. Yeah, and this, I mean, this is a beautiful facility they built here. Um, and again, it hosts a lot of game, big games for the city of Cleveland because it's a great, it's got lights, great turf, which you need in uh, stadiums now. You yeah, don't go to the old school turf. No, cool. you got it. You have to have turf. And again, this is lying for football, soccer. And, you know, who knows, maybe someday lacrosse may pop up. You never know. Yeah, I mean, they got the facility to do it. Lacrosse is actually a really good sport. If yes. you've never played it or watched it, I've actually just got out there and played it a little bit, you know, just messing around. But, like, it, uh, it, it's a fun sport to get into, and it's growing bigger and bigger. It's like soccer here in the United States, growing bigger and bigger. Uh, but this is a great facility to hold all the outdoor championships. I think that's what that's what they're probably going to be doing from here on out. Oh, absolutely. And uh, let's just you know hope it gets better and better for the city of Cleveland. You know how the schools have been. Uh, they haven't had much help over the years, and, and and it's good to see the community finally come together and bring Cleveland back to life. Absolutely. So again, we got about 15 minutes before kickoff, and again, we're gonna uh, step off a little bit and talk a little bit more about. NFL and well, some other things before we get well, closer to kickoff. <laughs> so. NFL minus the Browns, or we have to talk about the Browns? Well, you know what? They did play Thursday night against yeah. the Bengals. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I'm just going to say it. I've been a Mike Pettin fan, and just blow the team up. Yeah. Get rid of all of them. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. If I, was the, if I was the president, if I got hired to be the president to go in there, they always do this stuff so professional, like, oh, thank you for your time, but we're going to move on. But I'm the president. I'm walking into the locker room in front of everybody, all the players. I'm going to look at Ray Farmer and say, Ray Farmer, I'm not going to tell you a thank you for your time because you're horrible. Get out of my facility. Mike Pettin, he went two and whatever the last whatever game. Get out of here. Joe Thomas, you're getting traded at the end of the year because you're terrible. You're overrated. Joe Hayden, same thing. Gone. Get rid of these guys. They need to go after Ken Wisenhut. Telling you, Browns, if you're listening right now, Ken Wisenhut is the coach to go after. He's the guy. Tennessee is dumb. Absolutely dumb. They are stupid for doing that. So go after Ken Wisenhut. Let's go after. Actually, I do like the offensive coordinator. Maybe we can keep him. Everybody else is pretty out of here. (laughs) And you know what? Last year. Everybody yell at me because I was like, get rid of Joe Thomas, get rid of Joe Hayden, and, and maybe a first-round pick. Sure. Move up, get Blake Bortles. Because here's the thing. With Blake Bortles, you're still – or, uh, excuse me, uh, what's Jacksonville yep. at number nine? They would have went after Bridgewater. Yep. 
It was a shock to everybody. Well, not to me, because I knew how good Blake Bortles is. Sure. But it was a shock to everybody that they went after the number four pick and got Blake Bortles. So that tells me right there that the Browns don't know what they're doing in the draft. And actually, 92-3 to fan next week, I was talking to uh, Adam the Bull last night. He was out at our gig last night. And said, at, uh, what, what place were you at last We week? were at Time Warp in Wesley. And he's, they're going to do a thing next week where they take all the draft picks that the Browns could have had uh-huh. and throw them into a basket <laughs> and just <laughs> randomly pick and see if they could have had a better draft than the Browns. <laughs> it's kind of hard not to. No. It's, it's, I mean, we passed up on Julio Jones, Adrian yeah. Peterson. Uh, we passed up on Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, people go, we don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to be. But here's the thing. How come every other team in the NFL knows what these guys are going to be? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that shows that those guys are just in there to get a paycheck. Sure, and that's it. And and, and you're scouting. And you know, when I think back last night, they the uh, on the NFL Network they did the Paul Brown of Football Life, which was excellent. Yeah. And then they showed the Cleveland Browns 1995. Uh-huh. You go back and watch that, and just just what you just said there. Thinking of how Bill Belichick set up everything for the Browns when he came here in 1991. And he was going to have some huge success. Unfortunately, the Browns moved and it ruined everything. But he taught Ozzie Newsome, and just like you just said about scouting and your uh, all the different things that you have variables that go into that to find out. Hey, yeah, we have none of that. No, we don't because just what you just said right there. We how how could the Browns not know that certain guys? I mean, yeah, there's sometimes where someone's gonna you know you think they're gonna be something and they flop. It happens. Right. So, and, and how come that – and let's go to the Johnny Manziel. Sure, thing. sure. How come that all these teams passed up on Johnny? Even Jerry Jones, <laughs> who's been known to pull the trigger and make wild moves, sure. said, no, thank you. Johnny Manziel, take that midget and put him somewhere else. <laughs> and guess what? The Browns pulled the trigger because they thought they were getting over on somebody. Yeah, they did. I don't know what goes on. And I don't know if they're smoking the ganja. Yes, I don't know if they're doing cocaine, <laughs> whatever it is during these drafts. But the Cleveland Browns do not know how to draft. And I can, as a fan, I'm speaking as a fan here, I cannot set through another draft with that organization. Yeah. And you know what, Jimmy Haslam? Sell the team. Get out of here. <laughs> you do. Because Jimmy Haslam is just the biggest problem with these guys. Jimmy Haslam forced Ray Farmer. And, well, I should say Ray Farmer and Jimmy Haslam forced Mike Patton to take Johnny Mandel. Sure. And now it's a hate relationship where Mike Patton doesn't want to play because he's like, well, I hate you, and I'm not going to play your guy. And then it's Ray Farmer saying, well, if you don't play my guy, I hate you too. If you don't play my guy, I'm going to fire you. So sure. now it's a pissing match. Yeah, we, that's the one thing you don't need. And, and you can't have that in an organization. You cannot have the general manager and the head coach batting heads. You should be able to walk in and go, wow, that's a great fit. Good job. <laughs> Vice versa, you know. Sure. Hey, I never thought of that. Good job. But I'm telling you, Sean, we just need to maybe raise some money. Maybe me and you go there. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. If the Browns are listening, I'll be the general manager for five years for absolutely free. Absolutely free. Now you sound like Paul Brown. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what. You pay my rent and you pay my car payment for five years. And I'll, I'll general manage the Browns. And I'll show you how quickly I turn around that team. Think of it this way, all right? Ray Farmer said we don't need wide receivers. He's an idiot. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but the NFL is right now is especially built on receivers. Well, uh, well, not only that, but whenever you don't have any running backs, 
I mean, I'm sorry, Cleveland, but Isaiah Crowell, we treat him like he's Adrian Peterson. He's not. He's not. And, and everybody treats Joe Thomas like he's a god. Listen, if your offensive line, and I'm speaking about every single one of them, if your offensive line can't help you establish a running game, yep. then guess what? You have a terrible offensive line. And I understand everybody's like, oh, Joe Thomas has been Pro Bowl, yeah. blah, 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 blah. The, the other fans year. vote in the Pro Bowl. Who was it that was hurt like a few years or a couple of years ago, and they voted him in the Pro Bowl? And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I forget who it was. I think maybe it was a quarterback. And and he got voted in the Pro Bowl, and he's like, are you kidding me? Really? I'm going to be in the uh, Pro Bowl, and, and, and I haven't even played all year. So, I mean, the Pro Bowl's a joke. Sure. And, no. and, and some of these guys, that's all they care about is Pro Bowls. Well, guess what? If I'm going into that, I'm blasting them right in front of each other. If, if you don't care about winning, hey, Alex Mack, you don't want to be here? Stop moving around. I'll trade you, dude. Sure. I'll trade you for that garbage can right there. <laughs> I don't need you. Because here's the thing. You take Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. You take Joe Thomas. Sure. You take Bartavius Mingo. You take uh, Paul Kruger. Mm-hmm. And you take uh, whoever. And you take all those guys, and you don't even have them on the team this year. The Cleveland Browns are still two and seven. They're still two and seven. So my thing to these guys is, oh, you want to be on this team? Prove it. Because Joe Thomas is saying, oh, I love it here. I want to prove myself here. No, you're just a big shark in a little pond, and you anywhere else, you're not going to be a star, and you're not going to get the money you want. So you want to stay in Cleveland so you can get all that money and don't have to worry about it. I get it. Hey, if you can get by with it, more power to you. But as a fan, I'm sick and tired of seeing garbage on the field. I'm almost ready as bad as the talent. Don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Never will be a fan. So I'm about to throw my brown stuff in the garbage and pick a new team. And that's it. And I'll pick, I'll pick the Tennessee Titans. I don't even care. Because... Marcus Mariota is gonna is gonna move up and and make that team a winner, maybe because they they made a huge mistake by getting rid of Wisenhut. Wisenhut's a very good coach, very good coach Howard. He yeah, knows what he's knows. doing, and I'm telling you right now, he's gonna wherever Wisenhut goes, he's gonna win because now he's got a new fire in him. Sure. Because he's gonna prove, hey, you guys got rid of me. Go ahead, I'm, I'm gonna show you something. So maybe he'll come to the Browns. Who knows the Browns. But here's the thing. God himself can come in a dream and tell Ray Farmer, hey, get this quarterback. He's going to lead you to five Super Bowls. <laughs> you got my blessings. The next thing you hear, what the first pick of the 2016 NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select offensive line from Notre Dame College in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, that's just what they do. And no offense to anybody in Notre Dame College. I'm just saying, like, that's what they do. They don't – I mean, Ray Farmer doesn't see talent. And, and Sean, the sad thing is, those guys get paid millions of dollars to evaluate talent. Sure. And me and you are just fans, and we can see this. How can we, as fans, who put our money in the pay of your paycheck, and you don't see it? Browns fans, this is the last thing we're talking about, Browns. Browns fans, stop buying season tickets. Stop going to the games. Make them lose money. Because let me tell you something, Art Modell, Cleveland can hate Art Modell all they want. But if you look at the true story about Art Modell, Art Modell did everything he possibly could to keep this team in Cleveland. He was taking out loans to yep. pay players. He had Andre players, yeah, <laughs> he had players sitting in a locker room with 
spraying water, dripping oh, down absolutely. on them while they were getting ready for a game. What's the city of Cleveland do? They turn around, they build a stadium for the Indians, and they build a new arena for the Cavs. And they tell the Browns, sorry about your luck, maybe in the future. What's Baltimore do? Ding, ding, ding. We want a football team here in Baltimore. Hey, we'll give you a state-art facility and give you $5 million. Sure. I'm moving the team. Well, first of all, I'm going to go to Cleveland like he did and mm-hmm. say, hey, Cleveland, can you match this offer? No? Okay, bye. The Browns are gone. <laughs> well, you, you know what the other thing is, too? If you look at the way Progressive Field was built, which unfortunately is hurting the Indians now, 20 years later, they built it thinking the Browns were going to, oh, you know what? We want to be a part of this. They're not going to build a stadium, but we're going to do the opposite, and we're going to start playing games at Progressive Field. That was their original thinking. Yeah. Because they even said that if they needed to, they could have double decked behind the you know, in the center field to make more seats. And what happened? The Browns balked and left town, and right. the Indians have – I can't blame them. No, you can't. I know Browns fans are like, oh, sure. screw off, you know, our Odell's evil. <laughs> but listen, our Odell did everything he could to keep the oh, football did. team in Cleveland. And guess what? Cleveland does what they normally do. Yep. They're, they're Cleveland, they pull a Cleveland on him, and they uh, they they turn their back on him, so he had to turn his back on Cleveland. Hey, you know, and like you said, the Indians, they should have built – the ballpark they built at the time was great, but mm-hmm. they should have built a 35,000-seat ballpark. And that's what – I mean, parts of it just don't – because it was going to be a football stadium. Right? Not only that, that's what it was meant to be, and unfortunately the Browns said, we're good. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah, but not only that, but whenever the Browns built their new stadium, which is first in state, that place is a toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And I've been one to say, hey, build a, a dome. Yeah. And all these fans are, oh, it's Cleveland. It's called yeah. football. But you got to look at it this way. You can have Super Bowls here. You can have final. WrestleManias here. Yeah. <laughs> you can have Supercross here. Mm-hmm. You can have indoor concerts all year round. Sure. So... You messed up on a lot. Unfortunately, Cleveland now finally catching up. But I think it's a little too late for sure. the Browns football stadium. Hey, you know what? At this point, L.A., you want them to take them. <laughs> if it happened again, I think that would be it for football here. <laughs> it's, it's a no, yeah. no, no doubter. But let's talk about that real quick. Okay, the, the London has been the huge spot for NFL games the past few years. Next year, they're going to have five games. Yeah. And there's, going to be, there's, going, there's going to be a team there. Yeah. And, and there. actually, the funny thing is, is the NFL told teams, hey, if you want to host the Super Bowl, go play in London. Wow. <laughs> I, that's one of the things going around. Hey, you want to have a chance at hosting the Super Bowl, go play in London. Now, obviously, I don't think that the Super Bowl should be played in the cold because – it's it's a it's a prime game. It's the biggest game of the year. And and you know, I understand it's football, you want to play the cold. Like I said, I like the cold. But at the biggest game of the year, you don't want the weather conditions being the reason why a team loses mm-hmm. the championship. You want both teams to be able to go in the best best atmosphere possible, go out there and put it all on the line and see who wins. So Keep it warm, because maybe someday I'll go to the Super Bowl, and I don't want to be sitting in 12 degree weather. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I mean, it was a, it was a fun experiment. New York was lucky, and it didn't. You know, that weather could have been horrible. Oh, could have been worse. So lucky. <laughs> All right, so we're just looking on the field. We got about a minute to go before kickoff. Now let's talk about something positive before we get to this game. Pure cast. <laughs> LeBron James was a little scared last night. Bumped, locked knees with another player. He's okay. 
Um, man, I'll tell you what, like you, let's just fast forward to June because that, that team stays healthy. It, it's over. Yep. There's, I mean, I'm sorry, Seth Curry. Uh, you, you're Steph Curry. You know, you want to you want to have your uh, respect. You're gonna need. You're gonna try to earn it this year because the Cavs stay healthy. We're gonna take a moment's pause for the national anthem. There you have it. Let's play football. So here we go. Championship game today, East Tech and John Hay. Here's the key. Here's my keys to the game today, and then I'll get yours, Sean. Keys to the game today for victory for East Tech. Ride with the momentum. You know, get out there, be angry, keep moving with the momentum you had. Uh, you know, you won all these games in a row to get yourself here. It's been a while since East Tech's been in this championship game. And uh, you know what? John Hay beat you the last time. Use that as motivation. Use it as anger. For John Hay, it's simple. Limit the turnovers. They have five turnovers the last time. Barely escaped with the 16-14 victory. If you limit the turnovers, it could be a good day for John Hay. So, again, we're ready, just about ready for kickoff. John Hay won the toss, I believe. Was that what I heard down there? Yeah, I think John Tay, John, John Tay, sorry. <laughs> John Hay won the toss. They elected to receive. Keep it off three step will be number 52. Emmanuel West. Keep John Hay, number three. Karen Powers, number nine. Deontay Wells, number 27. Terry Bobo. Look at that. They got three guys back there. The wind is actually not that bad today. It's going a little bit, but not. It could be a lot worse. We're going about five miles per hour <laughs> to the uh, to um, I don't know what you call that east south. Or yeah, yeah something coming out of south because we're yeah a little bit up east from downtown and and both teams ready. And again, there's as we see more people streaming into uh, today's championship game. Well, you know, it was, it was a Friday night. Sure, everybody's got to get up early. <laughs> oh wait, that was just me. <laughs> And East Tech in their brown and yellow pants, brown shirts, yellow pants, and John Hay in the white with yellow, white shirts and yellow pants. So you ready, Jeremy? 
right, here we go. Kickoff for the 2015 championship game. Jeremy Dyer on the call, Sean Bartek on the play, on the color analyst. Jeremy, take it away. Here we go. Santa Copper Championship. Here comes the kickoff, and we're underway. And a squib kick to get it going here. Number 19 on the carry. One day with the return out to about the 41-yard line of John A. That's where it'll take over first down and 10. Here's the PA announcer here. He's been here for a while. He's a legend. And I'm glad he's actually calling these names out because that will help me. <laughs> well, Juan May on that on that play again. He went to the right, or excuse me, to the left. He didn't get much room there. He did not have much room to go he, and with a squib kick. He, yeah, well, you don't expect <laughs> you don't expect to get a squib kick right off the red. Sometimes that works. A Absolutely. All right, here they are with two backs in the backfield. One wide receiver out to the left. John May on the draw side snaps the ball, handoff. Here it goes. Number 20, I believe that is, Albert Conway. Drew Welch on the tackle. Going to be a second down and six down from their own 45-yard line. John Hay getting the, getting the uh, early uh, running game started there. Nice little four-yard carry. The offensive line looks good so far. Here we go once again. Two backs in the backfield. Wide receiver out to the left. And off again. This time the number 27. And that will be Harry Bobo. <laughs> you know they call him that. That was about an eight-yard game. That will be enough for the first down for John Hayes. As now they move it into East Tech territory at the East Tech 47-yard line. Yeah, 47 yard line. It was good enough for hey, Mr. Announcer, I got it. I already said it. He's got a great voice. He does have a great voice. Maybe you should take over for me today. <laughs> All right. And again, John Hay in the same formation. They got tight, and there'll be a false start. Play. Ball, ball start. John Hay. I'm John Hay. I believe the, uh, I believe the running back there jumped a little early. But John Hay's been in the uh, same formation, all three plays so far. They got two running backs in the backfield, got a wide receiver out to the left, they got a tight end, and they're in it again. They got a tight end close to Lyman, and he's mainly there to block because right now all he's been doing is just running the football. And it's been working. This time it won't work. Yeah, that for Conway brings or gets stopped in the backfield for no gain. And it'll be second down, fifth, or I'm sorry, he gets one yard, so now it's second down and 14. John, hey, trying to get things going here early. Sean, I look right here, it's going to be a pass. <laughs> yeah. And John, hey, moving up the line, East Tech, they're fired up. They want to beat these guys. This time they got a wide receiver to the right. Tied in on the left. Quarterback sends in motion. And I, like I said, I expected him to pass, but he's under extreme pressure. Gets it away, though. He was able to get it away to number 13, Ken Roberts. But the official says that the quarterback ran out of bounds before he got the play off. Wow. Or wait, that's what they're doing. First down. He did, yeah, he had one foot down here on the near sideline, and I know for sure. College and high school, they only do with the one, just the one foot rule, correct? 
that's two. Yeah, yeah. College right. High School is only one play. Yeah, and that's right there. I mean, again, he caught that ball. That was a great play. We saw the setup right here. And, again, right along the sideline, what a great catch. One foot in, it was number 13. And today, Trayvon Edwards is the quarterback. He's listed as a wide receiver defensive back. He is a senior, so they got him playing quarterback today. Now the officials will discuss an official timeout. Obviously, no instant replay, but what from what we saw up here, Jeremy, I saw, I mean, obviously, it looked from right here, the one foot, and I did not see him out of bounds, but it was real close here in the – well, they're not. I don't think they're discussing the out of bounds. I think they're discussing the spot. Well, they bump back. I mean, I think they're discussing the spot of foul, but it's okay because now they've got it to where the the chains have not moved. So they are discussing. Actually, right now they are discussing whether the quarterback uh, Trayvon Higgins was out of bounds or not. Now, if one official will come over to the coaching staff, I believe they're going to move this back. It was a very close. Play. Very, it didn't very, look like he stepped out. No, top. it did not. And then again, the catch. No, I'm saying it did. Yeah. From my angle, it <laughs> yeah. looked like he stepped out of bounds before he got rid of okay. it. Okay. Well, we're going to find out here in a moment. Right. And that's <laughs> a huge play for either way. Yeah. It's not. That's about third down and 14. If it is a completed pass, it's going to be first down and 10 inside East Tech's territory. It's a long conference here that we're watching. And we actually have the video guy here for East Tech. <laughs> Where are we at here? We're going to look at this. Wow, so this is perfect. <laughs> we got East Tech here with their video. And we're actually getting our own. Ooh, he might have oh, he did. He stepped out of bounds. He did step out of bounds. So maybe we should take that down to the officials. <laughs> yeah, the replay. They wouldn't be too happy with us. We'd be ejected immediately. <laughs> Well, we'd like to thank Clinton for yes. Tech for providing the video footage. He just showed us. He's like, here you go. He yeah. had it, and he stepped out of bounds. And, again, it's, it is hard to see after you watch the replay. Thank you, Clinton. We appreciate it. Um, the players were in front of us, but you kind of – wow. Seeing the replay, that really does do a lot. Wow. I think they need to uh, – every high school needs to have replay like this. And Are you kidding me? <laughs> and they are going to move it back. So right. That was right the right call. call. Right call. So third down. Maybe they heard us. Maybe they heard Quentin. <laughs> uh, yeah, Quentin showed us the evidence, and, and uh, this is one time that we know for a fact that uh, he was out of bounds. So here it is, second down, or it should be third down. Of 15. There we go. Third down of 15 yards to go now. So that's a huge break for East Tech there. But a great job on that defensive hustle to get the quarterback to run out of bounds. So, man, Quentin's got us on the replay today, so that's perfect. This is awesome. This is the first high school game we've ever had that opportunity. Technology. He's videotaping from an iPad. Like you right now. <laughs> At least they're getting a little well, bit of I can't. I can't understand it. Somebody's second down, fifteen. I don't understand that. That yeah, should be third down. And a long way to go with that. I, I now see. This is where I don't understand how it's second down. It, it should be third down. I don't understand this because, see, that was the play. That was the – they messed up here big time. So now 
Of course, in Breeze Tech, John Hayes is going to get an extra play on there. Low, low reverse. Doesn't work. East Tech sniffs that up. Harry Bobo on the run. JT Low on the tackle, sniffing that one out. And they get maybe a yard. It's third down. What's that? Oh, Dylan Cullen. I'm sorry, Dylan Cullen on the tackle there. Number 26. I apologize, Trey. It looked like number 27 was in there as well. But uh, Dylan was the first one to get there. Now here comes John Hay. They're going to go back. They've went in the same formation about nine out of ten plays here so far. And there's going to be another false start on John Hay. Ball starts John Hayes will take the ball back to the 45-yard line. It'll be third down. Sean here, it should be fourth down. It should be fourth down. Because I understand they moved the ball back. But you got to understand something. That was a second down play. And a quarterback ran out of bounds. So technically, it would be third down. So, John Hayes here, if they can get a deep pass, take advantage of this. <laughs> the luck is on their side. But right now, it's third down and 18 from their own 45-yard line. Quarterback fakes the handoff, and he's going to lose the football. There's a fumble on the play. Eric Vidal Park, I Number 12. Wow. Fumble on the play. So, John Hayes. Reginald Lockett jumps on that ball. That fumble was called by Eric Fidel. He got in there quick. And this is what we were talking about, Sean. The last time they played East Tech, they had five turnovers. Now here already in the first quarter, they have one turnover. And it's very costly because it now puts East Tech in the John Hay territory. First down and 10, East Tech at the John Hay 32-yard line. And two penalties that also cost John Hay moving yards back instead of as they, they converted their first third down, but two penalties very costly so far for John Hay as well. And John Hay, or excuse me, East Tech going with the spread offense. One back in the backfield, two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Quarterback keeper. Quarterback keeper was number 12, Eric Fidel. The man who caused the fumble earlier. So he's not only caused the fumble, and now he's the quarterback, and he's got an eight-yard carry, second down and two, or yeah, second down and two from the John Hay 25-yard line. But he went out of bounds, so that will stop the clock. 8:28 to go here in the first quarter. No score, but East Tech knocking on the door. East Tech lines up once again. They got a wide receiver deep to the right, wide receiver out to the left, running back in the one back in the backfield. Tied in in motion. Handoff, here comes maybe, maybe a yard. They are saying fumble on the play. Tech will recover the fumble. So nothing lost there. And actually, very close to a first down, Sean. Yeah, a great field position East Tech is. So it will be first down, but they did get that. So luckily they got this ball back and got the first down. So two <laughs> things going their way. A lot of things are going East Tech way early on. The, the penalties on John Hayes, the, the fumble recovery, good defense, and now the offense is in check. 
like I said, Sean, the key to the game today for East Tech was to come in here with revenge on the mind. You played sports, I played sports. Whenever you get a second chance to play a town that's beaten you, yes. all you think about is revenge. And this is what the Senate championship saw about. Sometimes these teams will get revenge on each other. And so far, East Tech is right. doing a good job of that. Flag on the play. Delay a game penalty. Delay a game on East Tech. A lot of penalties here early on. I don't know if the kids are just nervous or, you know, if it's just an early afternoon game. You know how it is. These kids are used to playing on Friday night, so having to get up early might have something to do with that. But a lot of penalties so far in this game. Ball is actually just moving around now. The wind is starting to pick up. This one's got to reset the ball. East Tech in a very interesting <laughs> formation there. And there they go. And that, that was the end around by Elvante Robertson. John Hayes hit that one out. Loses a bunch of yards. And you know what? That was a very good job by John Hayes. Snipping that out. And that's going to be a loss. Now, second down and 19. Uh, both teams so far, they started off good on offense, and then they just start going the opposite way. Same thing with these guys. Don Hay, or excuse me, East Tech's got three wide receivers to the left, one wide receiver to the right, running back in the backfield. Shotgun formation, quarterback back to throw, but here comes the blitz, and he's going to be dropped down in the backfield. That's another sack for John Hayes, and that will bring up fourth down, or excuse me, third down and 27. So now you can only imagine here they are going to pass because I don't think anybody's going to come out here and kick a 60-yard field goal. No. Jacob James, uh, excuse me, Jacob uh, James. He came in there looking for him. <laughs> yeah, for Fidel. There we go now. He's tech lining up. Two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left, and <clears throat> running back to back. So shotgun formation. Quarterback running back to throw it. Another blitz. This time he makes the defender miss. Here he comes around the left side. He's out to the 40. He's out to the 30, 45, and then he brought down. At about the 24 yard line, out of bounds. And that will bring up, you got a good chunk of yards there, Pat. Absolutely. And that will bring up fourth down and about 12 yards to go. The fourth down and 12 here for East Tech. And obviously they're going to go for it because uh, it's fourth down 11 and it's on John Hayes' 24 yard line. Very nice job there by the quarterback, Tyree Clinton. Oh, Eric Vidal. Oh, I'm sorry, Eric Vidal. I was looking at John Hayes. <laughs> I know Eric we do that. <laughs> Eric Vidal. Eric Vidal, very nice job. They're shaking off one defender on that blitz and getting a half of those yards back. Now it's fourth down and 12. Three receivers to the right, one to the left, running running back to the backfield, shotgun formation. Vidal in the back, he comes to blitz, he fumbles it, and that's going to be, he's going to recover those fumbles, but it's going to be a turnover on down. So both teams end in a fumble on their drive here. 5.27 to go here in the first quarter, still scoreless, Sean. 
And again, they they came right after the Dell right there on that play, and like you said, turnovers. Turnovers and go. The weather has nothing to do with this. It's a beautiful day. The two teams are nervous. They're playing for the conference championship. Like I said, it's been a very long time since East Tech's been here. John Hayes has been here a couple times in the last few years. So East Tech, you know, they want to get their school a championship. They want to they want to bring pride back. And these young men have shown the heart. As they, you know, obviously starting off 0-3, now 5-5. and they just, it could only make you wonder if they would start the season off like that at the beginning where they'd be. Meanwhile, handoff to number four. That's going to be Jalen Boyd carrying. And I can see that from here. He yanked his face mask completely around. He almost completely tore his helmet off. Personal foul face mask penalty on each So another penalty, but this time it's in favor of John Hayes. You hear a knocking noise in the background. <laughs> Women blowing the door. I think we need to go West Virginia and duct tape it. <laughs> Here we go now. 5-15 counting remaining in the first quarter. One receiver to the right, two running backs in the backfield. Quarterback under center. He'll pitch it back. Pitch back to Bobo. Bobo has nowhere to go. Davion McKenzie on the tackle there. Will maybe get a yard. Second down and nine. And now they're back inside East Tech territory. Last time they got Tony pushing back in their own territory. You obviously heard the fumble. We'll see now what John Haydon maybe there settled down a little bit. Again, John Hayes been in the same formation pretty much all day. Tight end out to the left a little bit. Right at a wide receiver far right, two running backs in the back there. Harry Bobo, Harry Bobo with the carry. Harry Bobo powers away, takes off one tackle. Now brought down by number 32, Drew Welch. But the Hayes still before the tackle gets enough for John Hayes first down. 11 yard carry. This is now where John Hay gets dangerous once they get down in this area, if they can hang on to the football. First down and 10 now from the East Tech 38. And that's going to be a false start. False start penalty on John Hay. Randy Coleman, the lineman, the offensive lineman, he jumped early on the count. All excited, you know. <laughs> and, and rightfully so, you know, I get it. You know, we've all been there. Sure. I'm excited for this game. I mean, you're trying to bring your school at a conference championship. Not too many teams get to say they do this. And no, they have another throw. Here we go again. Again, this is exactly what I said. The quarterback bobbled a step, gave a bad handoff, and East Tech. Fumble, or fumble recovery again. John Hay is shooting themselves in the foot. They had five turnovers the last time against East Tech. Already two turnovers in the first quarter, Sean. And now East Tech once again, first down and 10 from their own 47 yard line. 
I talked to the coach earlier game, John, he said the turnovers were the big reason why they only won by two that game. And here we are. We're seeing it again. This time you may not be so lucky. No. That time. Quarterback under pressure. Finds the man wide open across the middle of the field. That pass was complete. All the way down to Antoine Williams. Holy smokes, what a pass that was. He evaded about four tackles. Got out of danger. Team Williams wide open. Gets it all the way down to the east. Or, I'm sorry, the John Hayes 21 yard line. And that's what he's technique right there. It was a big play to get the confidence on offense. Now, here comes East Tech once again, knocking out of the door. First down and 10 from the John Hayes 21. Quarterback trying to get everybody switching the play up at the line. Sends a tight end in motion. Hand off. Dylan calling that ball carrier. 26-yard completion on that last play to Antoine Williams. That was I would say that would be almost 30 yards. John, you're the mathematician, not me, all right? I'm awful at math. <laughs> you're a good job. The basics are going to do it. <laughs> Second down and two now. East Tech knocking on the door. at the John Hay, 14, 256 to go in the first quarter. John Hay already with two turnovers. This one might cost him because East Tech's offense is now getting things going the right way. I did the motion. Hand off to McCollum again. McCollum will be brought down, but of course, we can see that from here. That's a face yep. pass. That's going to be 15 yards. Automatic first down. And that, well, actually, half distance to the goal. <laughs> but that will set that will set them up in very nice position. The are killing both guys. Yeah. Luckily for East Tech, John Hayes had two fumbles already. Well, they're at three penalties. Two turnovers. I'm sure that's not what Coach Rodney DiCepeto wanted today. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure that's not what he anticipated. First and goal. First and goal out from the seven-yard line. Wide receiver out to the right. Wide receiver far to the left. Two tight ends in motion. Jack up, for ah. makes his hand up. Serving goal for the long carrier. Hand off, excuse me. Urban Mosley on the carry. And you can hear the John Hayes fans are really upset the way their team's come out to play so far. Trying to get these defensive players fired up. Wimble is in the house while watching that. And that's really cool. Wimble's showing some support in the conference here. Wimble was a big win last night. 56-28. And he's got to power his way in. I believe it's a touch, touchdown East Tech. Dylan Gollum on the carry. Broke about four tackles there, and he is in the end zone. So with 145 to go in the first quarter, East Tech strikes first 6 nothing. And, again, it all goes back to turnovers, uh, Sean, you know, like turnovers. They had the first turnover. Luckily for them, East Tech turned over on down. But this time, you can't keep turning the ball over and expect the team not to capitalize. Who scored for East Tech? That would be uh, McCall, or Cole, Dylan Cole, I'm kidding there. And he's only a sophomore, so they got a good future with him. Absolutely. 
shotgun formation. Handoff, and John Hay is all over that one. And he's brought down in the backfield. So, again, 145 to go in the first quarter. East Tech tracks first six up and then shot Right now, it seems like East Tech wants this game more than anybody. Yeah, right now, again, the penalties are hurting John Hay, and this is, you know, costly, very costly for John Hay. In the end, it, it could be not what they wanted at all. Again, we are looking at Glenville and stands, which, again, they don't have to be here, but they want to be here to hang out and watch a game. Right, and it's not very many games they get to watch, you know. And they get quite a for me. Yeah. Coached by the legendary Ted Ginn Sr. Yes. All right, so we're getting ready for the uh, kickoff here. Well, uh, sorry, not kickoff. But they're getting ready for kick the ball here. East Tech at the score in that big touchdown. Good things happened there for the defense, and then they capitalized on a 26-yard first down pass. Now they get to kick the deep, and that will be back to the 10-yard line. Cameron Pollard. Cameron Pollard sheds up a couple tackles, finally brought down about 29, and actually the market at the 30-yard line. So down by six here early with two turnovers and three penalties, John Hay will take over first and 10 at their own 29-yard line. Yeah, when we first got here, it was real quiet, <laughs> and it's definitely picked up, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, I mean, both stands are starting to fill up. Sometimes the weather will scare fans away, you know, but <laughs> once they see it's going to be a beautiful day, stands are packed. Good football game here. Pitch back. Bobo, Bobo gets a block by the side end there. Bobo makes another move, comes back to the middle of the field, and he's going to gain about 15 yards on the carry. Actually, it'll be a 16-yard gain on the carry. And get it out to the 45 yard line. First down and 10, John Hay. Bigger run for Bobo there is 16 yards is longest of the day so far. Yeah, I mean, he has to hang out with football. That's the, that's the okay. thing. I mean, not to be mean to any players because, you know, I understand these are high school kids, but you've got to be cautious and you got to hang out with that football. You've got to understand this is a big game. It's for the championship. <laughs> well, before the official had a chance to pull the flag, the one of the fans called for it. I think he got scared he threw that flag. Good call, though, by one of our fans. And you know what the, the good thing is, too, is when you have fans that know the game, that's always a plus. Always a plus. Well, yeah. Not just out there yelling, penalty, penalty, penalty. All right, here we go. Hand off to the fullback this time. Jalen Boy, he's able to get the first down. And now John Hay gets a little offense of their own knocking on the door here. First down and 10 from the East Tech 45. Uh, again, Sean, we've seen him here twice today, both times fumbled. So will John Hay get a pass to 45 or will 
Tragedy strike again. We'll see right here. One receiver out to the left. Two running backs in the backfield. Tight end out in motion. Quarterback other step. He'll hand it off. And boy, again this time, a whole pack of East Tech players in there. He's maybe going to get a yard there. It's going to be second down and nine from the East Tech 44-yard line. Who's our sponsor today, Sean? Do we have any? Yes, actually, uh, make sure you go see uh, I your your man, Billy Morris. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Morris, smoking rock and roll barbecue service. At the end of the first quarter, it is East Tech 6, John Hay 0, and the East Tech fans are over there fired up, Sean. Yes, they are. But back to our sponsorship today, we'd like to thank Billy Morris of Smoking Rock and Roll Barbecue, 216-925-3650. Ladies, that's not just for a good time. <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, that's the number for smoking rock and roll barbecue. They got a big food truck now. Pulled pork, brisket. Oh my gosh, the brisket's amazing. <laughs> they got this new thing called rock and nachos, where they put uh, either pulled pork or brisket on it, cover it with barbecue sauce and and uh, nacho cheese. Amazing. But um, they had some pretty cool names. You know, they they theme it after. Like the uh, the rock star. So there's one called uh, Judas Beef, Judas Beef, uh, Master of Piglets, <laughs> with what the pig dragged in. The Day Tripper. That's for the Day Tripper is for the vegetarians. So they even have a thing for vegetarians, which is nice. And then they have uh, the Balls Room Blitz, which is a side of meatballs. Mm -hmm. And then they have a Ring of Fire. Which is smoked pine, or I mean, uh, grilled pineapple with barbecue. Oh, Can't believe I remember the whole thing. <laughs> Must be hungry or something. <laughs> no, that's good though. I mean, because the like new good. thing they came up with for coleslaw, breaking the slaw. I saw it. Mean, like it, it's just amazing. But they they have a, in the food truck. They have a window that opens up, and they play rock videos out of it. And of course, Billy played him more. Uh, his his partner, business partner, Todd Chasen, is a fan. Tough. That's the band I went on tour with, sure. drove around. So, <laughs> good guys. Here we go back to the second quarter action. Handoff. Harry Bobo. Harry Bobo. This time he's going to break outside to the 30, to the 25, to the 20. The 15 is hit. Nobody's going to catch it. Harry Bobo, 44 yards, takes it to the house. And John Hay is on the board. And there was the play. John, I was talking about where John Hayes was looking. They needed that big play. They needed that spark. And a 44-yard run. Nice job by the line getting a block there for him. And now John Hayes just one play away from taking the lead early here in the second quarter at the Senate Championship. Well, they're actually going to kick it. They're going to kick the extra point. Javon <laughs> Williams will attempt to kick. Staff is back. Staff is good. Kick is blocked. So 11.51 to go in the second quarter, and it is John Hay and East Tech all tied up in six for the Senate. Excuse me, six for the Senate Conference Championship. And again, Sean, right there, 44-yard run. They've had a rough day today. And they've had two turnovers uh, after being in East Tech's uh, yeah. built 
range, and now they finally get the break they need with the 44-yard touchdown. Sure. Run. Very nice job blocking. Uh, and I'm just telling you, like this is gonna, this game might come down to the wire. Though. It might. Now, obviously, one of the big things different about some league football, they're not so much on kicking. Glenville just usually has a kicker. Uh, John Hay has a kicker. They block his kick. Now, I personally, if you work with someone for a long time, you might be able to get a great kicker, which sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't, because going for two points doesn't hurt either when you can take that key play. And, you know, that's the thing that like both teams so far have been able to capitalize. It hasn't hurt anybody, you know. But come down the line, who knows? Here he goes. John Hague will John Hague will kick the ball back to the East Tech, and they're going to do a short kick. Robertson breaks a couple tackles. He's up the sideline, and he'll take it out to about the 47 yard line. Actually, another point here where the official is going to call him out of bounds early, so we'll move it back to the 34 yard line, 36 yard line. Nice return there. The official will move the ball, though, back to the 36-yard line. I thought he stepped out there. Again, there's no replays in high school football. My boy shot over here. He's barricading us in. We'll look at the replay here. Thanks to Clinton. Clinton. Quint, I'm sorry, for the cube. <laughs> yep, he stepped out of bounds. Actually, he stepped out about the 37. But 36, 37, either way. Here comes East Tech Net formation, sending the tight end in motion. Shotgun formation. Now, handoff. Handoff to Dylan Cullen this time. They, they sniffed that one out, brought down for a loss. Boyd on the tackle there for John Hay. Also, uh, last night, Midview Minis, they get the victory in China halftime. We'll go over all the high school playoff scores from last night. And uh, I think there's a couple games going on later on today we'll get to. Um, but high school football playoff season is upon us. Uh, unfortunately for both these teams, neither one will be moving on past today. So for the seniors, this is their last chance to make a splash. Sure. And that's why it's an even bigger game for the seniors. They want to go out with a conference championship. Something they'll always remember. Handoff here now. Some nice moves there. He breaks one tackle, breaks another. He's still on his feet. That's uh, Antoine Williams on the carry. Breaks about five tackles. Gets about seven yards on the carry. We have a Sean, that's you. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, Jeremy, this just puts me in a hard to rock, rock, uh, rock place right now because they said Pierre's. <laughs> I work for another company. I'm not going <laughs> to... 
Why don't you borrow her ice cream? There you go. It's your, it's your network. You yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no. That was here. Yeah. Uh, that's um, awesome. Ice cream wars. I love it. We'll have to get into that segment. All the time in. Quarterback keeps it. He sees the blitz. Does a very nice job. Now he gets down the sidelines. Carried there by Eric Vidal. So he put it in the hands of the running back. He noticed that there was a swarm of hornets. No point in this. No, they were coming for him. And so he did the opposite. Captain himself runs a big game there. Now it's first down and 10 at the John Hay 38-yard line. Which is the scoreboard side. Huh. So if you get confused, the public address announcer <laughs> talking about something and I didn't hear what it was. The <laughs> All the All-Stars? Yeah. Okay. So 9-17 to go in the first half. 6-6. Six to six. Very good ball game here. Bigs be the ball carrier, but it looks like there's a fumble on the play. Okay, so East Tech will recover their own fumble. That's twice that's happened today. Quinn said it best. Fumble fever out there today. Second down one from the John Hay 29. East Tech is knocking on the door again. You know, last time East Tech had the negative 11 yards, they lost by two, and John Hay had the five turnovers. A lot of people thought that's why John Hay still won, not only by close. East Tech's here to prove a point. Hey, you may have five turnovers, but we've improved. We're better, and we're out here to show it. <laughs> Robinson, the ball carrier. No gain on the play, and that's going to be a, uh, he's going to run out of bounds there. And uh, that was that they're doing a lot of trick plays here. Yeah. A lot of double reverses and tight ends in motion. Very interesting. Danger. Sometimes they have three wide receivers out to the right, one to the left. There are sometimes two and one. But the most interesting thing, they're in the shotgun formation. They have two tight ends facing the quarterback, and sometimes they send one in motion, sometimes they send both in motion. You really don't know what they're going to do here. What I'm most impressed with is they're, they're throwing out all the stops. That's what they need to do. They want to win. You throw out all Man, the stops. You always got to give it all you have to try to win. Tied in in motion, but every hand off. Area. Another first down here by East Tech. They moved the ball very nicely today. They're running the clock management very well. They're very good as well. So it'll be first down and 10 for East Tech at the John Hay 25. You got a wide receiver wide to the right, two wide or one wide receiver wide to the left, two tight ends in motion, one running back in the backfield. Shotgun formation, another. They do have it all. That was a broken play, I believe. He wasn't expecting that. 
believe that was Colum on the carry again. Maybe got like a half a yard. So second down nine from the 24-yard line. So far in the second quarter, it's been all East Tech. Yeah, I mean, well, with the exception of the touchdown, yeah. but by East, that was just one big play. East yeah. Tech has actually managed the clock very well, moving the ball down the field. Did a very good job. Second down and nine. Three wide receivers to the left, one running back in the backfield. Shotgun formation, looking to pass. He's under pressure. He's looking for a guy. He finds a guy. He gets drilled as he throws it. That was intended for Antoine Williams, and unfortunately, that shot Antoine Williams stopped on the route. And if there's a flag on the play. It's going to be an eligible receiver downfield for East Tech. Not good. Eligible receiver downfield on East Tech. That's going to move them back now. That's, that's not good for those guys. They've, they've had the momentum. They've been moving the ball down the field very well. And again, another penalty to make this. Back to the 29 yard line. So then you say they go back to the 29, but again, this is killing the momentum. You can't keep having the like Again, at halftime, we'll talk about this game, then we'll get you all updated on all the things going around the Ohio High School football playoffs. This is the Senate Conference Championship between John Hay and East Tech. Head coach for East Tech, and he's done a great job this year. Daryl Forrest has turned that program completely around. Had a great job here in the conference this year, five and two. And I yeah, that pass. That he got drilled as he threw that, and the quarterback is down. He took a very hard hit. But I don't understand it. All the wide receivers for East Texas stood around, and all the defenders for John Hayes. Finally. John Hayes like, oh, the ball's just floating. Let me go make a play. John Hayes with a huge interception, stopping the momentum of East Tech. And that will bring up first down and 10 from their own 22-yard line. Here comes John Hay now from their own 22-yard line. First down and 10. Two running backs in the backfield. Receiver in motion. Going to hand it off to number four. That's going to be Jalen Boyd. He's going to get maybe a yard, yard and a half. Second down and eight from the 24-yard line. Oh, that's the 24-yard Maybe second down nine. Excuse me, second down nine. And move it back to the 23. Again, John Hayes, 
running backs in the backfield, one receiver to the left, receiver in motion. Boyd on the carry. I'm sorry, that's not Boyd. He's going all the way down to about the 22-yard line. That was Harry Bobo with another big carry. I'm sorry, guys. It looked like they were going to hand it off to uh, Boyd. They ended up doing a Bobo. Takes it from the 23 to the 23, Sean. Wow. <laughs> nice big game. So he's had two big games here. Today. Yes, he has. Again, I don't know how many yards that is. <laughs> that was about a 50, 50 or 60 yard run. So he's already got almost 100 yards rushing today. Probably has over 100 yards The timeout, East Texas are going to talk things over because John Hayes' offense is finally starting to get things going here. With 525 to go, tied up 66. Again, turnovers have been a key today on both teams. That's the reason why we're at 66. And, uh, again, John Hay trying to limit their turnovers. That's what killed them the last time whenever these two teams faced. But this time they're trying to, after the two early turnovers, they haven't had one since, and now they're trying to correct their mistakes, and they're doing a very good job at it by knocking on East Tech's door. First down and 10 at the 23. 1544 is that plus or plus whatever else because I didn't. Yeah, he got over 100 yards. Great play for Bobo again. What a run! The Bobos. And thanks for joining us uh, on today's broadcast here on the front row. Again, I am Sean Bartek, and on the play-by-play is Jeremy Dyer. He's also DJ Livewire. You can catch him over at the what's the name of your club? The the Grindstone Grindstone and Berea over on. 375 West Bagley Road. Great <laughs> crowd there the other night. The ladies' night Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go back to action. Again, two receivers, or one receiver yeah. to the left. And Boyd just got going to get caught. Caleb Boyd, 23 yard carry up the middle. Touchdown, John Hay. Galen Boyd, huge day today so far, Sean. Him and him and uh, Boyd, uh, Bobo. Harry, yep, Harry Bobo. Harry Bobo. <laughs> Go for two. Yeah, they're going for two here now. I'm going to try to put themselves up by eight. 5.20 to go in the first half. Two receivers in the back, so tied in in motion. One right receiver far to the right. Quarterback under center. Going to fake the handoff, roll out to the right, call his own number, and Trayvon Atkins takes it in for the two-point conversion. So with 5.20 to go in the first half, East Texas taking over now 14-6 here in the Senate Conference Championship. So uh, John Hayes rallied around those early two turnovers in the first quarter, and now the coach got them all fired up, got them settled down a little bit. And now they've finally taken over this football game, Sean. Back-to-back touchdowns for John Hayes. Down 6 nothing early on. 
doing a very good job here today. Another thing, uh, Sean, that's come into play is the offensive line now is just doing an excellent job. I mean, if you look out there, the offensive line is moving, the defensive line is well out of the way. I mean, this guy's got a gas you can drive, mine and your car side by side. That's how big of a block the offensive line is getting. I only wish that these guys could teach the Cleveland Browns how to block that way. <laughs> then maybe we'd have a running back. Well, we do have a running back, Duke Johnson. I don't understand why they don't play him. Receiver and running back. Yeah. <laughs> Who would need that, right? Not that Mark Ingram ever has any success. <laughs> Anyways, back here to the Senate Conference Championship. Waiting for the kick. Getting in the door. Robertson. Robertson on the carry. And he'll get out to the combo. Oh, there's another fumble away. And East Tech was able to come up with that. So, again, another fumble here. That's going to be at least four or five fumbles between both teams. I think we have two turnovers each way, though. So. Yeah, so there's four turnovers today. One was an interception, three fumbles for coming. So that means there's been at least about five or six fumbles. And God knows how many penalties have you been able to keep up over uh, I still have three penalties for Germany and one for East Tech. Uh, East Tech's actually doing a very good job not getting penalties. It's just they got to hang on to the football. And unfortunately, that was a mistake earlier. Whenever they threw the interception, he just should have just took the sack there. Unfortunately, he threw the ball up and. John Hay was able to capitalize on that. And again, earlier East Tech was able to capitalize on a touchdown for a John Hay turnover. This time, John Hay was able to capitalize on an East Tech turnover. And I'm not sure what number four was doing there, but he, he, he jumped off clear all the way over to the <laughs> other side. So that will be a five-yard only ball start on East Tech. That will be a first down and 15 from their own 20-yard line. And they get to the 35 to be able to get a first down. We come these Tech out of the huddle. We got one receiver far to the right, one receiver to the Actually, now they go three receivers to the right and one to the left. Shotgun formation. And there's a fumble. Another fumble. Robinson was able to pick it up, though. Alvante Robinson, luckily, because the quarterback had turned his head to call a player in motion, and unfortunately, they snapped the ball. But Robinson was there to pick it up. But no gain on the carry, so now it's second down and 15 from the 20 yard line. East Tech having some trouble on offense. Again, three wide receivers to the right, one to the left, shotgun formation, running back in the backfield. Looking to pass. Under pressure, he'll complete the pass. That was completed to Drew Welch, unfortunately. They still lost yards on that. John Hayne brought the whole entire defensive line on that one. Third down and 18 now from their own 17-yard line. 
4.06 to go. So, so far, it seems like John Hayes settled down both on the offense and the defensive side. Glenville, players down there having a good time. <laughs> they won big last night. Again, we'll get into that a little bit. And the funny thing was, Glenville's down 21 to 7 at one point in the game. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Running back in the backfield, shotgun formation. Oh, man, what a catch. A little halfback pass. Oh, man, John Hay was way. I don't understand what John Hay was doing there. John Hay was expecting it. Huge. They were playing an injured player on the field right now. They hope he's okay. Not sure who it is. He took a pretty hard hit. He actually got ran over there. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you this. John Hayden's playing. I don't even know what they were playing. It looked like they are playing cover six. Yeah. They were expecting to throw it deep down the field. So East Tech has a little audible. It's a little short pass in the backfield. So the, I believe that was Colum again. Colum takes it all the way down to the 38-yard line, 39-yard line. Huge game there. First down and 10 East Tech. The ball, I written initially when he caught caught the ball, he tipped it back to himself. Yeah, he almost <laughs> dropped it. That could have been big trouble, but he, they get well, the first down. I think what he did, Sean, was he actually looked in front of him to see sure. nobody was there, and he got a little excited. <laughs> and luckily, he caught that because he would have dropped that at all very bad, and that would have been a major, major, major setback for a major set. missed opportunity. Fans are starting to pile in now a little bit more. Both sides of the stands are starting to pile up. Again, you're listening to the 2015 Senate Conference Championship between John Hay and East Tech. John Hay comes in with eight, eight and two, six and one in the conference. East Tech comes in five and five, five and two in the conference. East Tech started off zero and three ever since they've been, they've been five and two all conference games. Of course, both these teams did lose to Glenville this year. Glenville's got that team, man. They're always a powerhouse. Caleb Boyd was uh, the injured player for John Hay. Yeah, Boyd's able to get up, and, and that's not good if they can't have it, but he seems to be okay. Boyd has been a major asset to John Hayes in this game. With that long touchdown run, he got some other long runs today. He seems to be okay. He's getting a little water. And on this first down for John Hayes, first game of East Texas. Apologize. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Just check now. First down and 10 from their own 39 yard line. Move the ball. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation, halfback and quarterback in the backfield. Here comes the snap. Here comes the blitz. He's looking. Oh, hooking. Oh, man. He got thrown out of the way. Just notice on that one. Eric Fidel was under a lot of pressure. Should have just threw it away, but unfortunately had nowhere to go. Lost 19 yards on that sack. After that huge play they had before on the uh, completion. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they just need a little bit of room to throw. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was an unfortunate play for East Tech there. Uh, 19-yard loss from the sack. You can't be doing that, Chad. You would think that you'd want to go 19 yards the other way. Unfortunately, 
John Hayes was able to bring the blitz there and brought the whole. They've been bringing their whole defensive line all day long. So here we got a timeout now, 2:55 remaining in the first half. East Tech with the football, they're down 14 to six. Second down and 29 now from their own 20. So basically, they're back to where they started from. They got a long ways to go this time. Right now, you can only pray for a 15-yard penalty with timeout first down. Players come out of the huddle. Both coaches getting their team ready. How do you say Rodney's last name? Disapeda. Disapeda, yes. Sounds like an order in a restaurant. <laughs> well, Rodney actually, uh, he came from the Chardon football program. That's where he played. And he brings some of that Chardon football to Cleveland. Right. And that's, that's, a good that's a good thing. Man. He's really turned his football program around. I've been in it, as you mentioned, playoff for a couple of years ago. And a fake came up to call his own numbers. That was Eric Fidel. Timeout, John Hayes. Third down. Antoine Williams is a ball carrier. Long. Very long. <laughs> Third down and a miracle here. Crazy things have happened. Well, we know, but when we see it there on the old short halfback pass, yes. little Mark Ingram. Yeah, little Drew Brees and Mark Ingram touched there. The third down, 27 from their own 22-yard line. John Hay calling a timeout. They're trying to get the ball back here, Sean. Maybe go up by two touchdowns, maybe get a field goal. They're just trying to get the ball back to make something happen here to go up big before the half and take away any momentum each tech thought about having going into the half. And both teams, both coaches, great job getting their players here this year. Looked like there was no hope this year for East Tech. As you know, as we start, they turned around tremendously. These kids have come together. And, uh, you know, they got some seniors on the team at East Tech that really stepped up and became leaders. But, you know, there's about, about see here. I, I'm going to count how many seniors we got here. Yeah, eight seniors on the team. The rest of them are all sophomores. Oh, sorry, nine seniors on the team. The rest of them are all sophomore and freshmen. This team's going to be very good for a very long time. Here comes East Tech. They're going deep. And oh, overthrows his receiver. Fourth down and 27 to go. I can only imagine they'll punt it here. And again, Bedell is down on the field. He took another hard hit. That's the second time he's been down today due to getting screamed by the defensive line. And unfortunately for East Tech, John Hayden had to stop the clock there. Uh, Cameron Pollard standing at his own 47. Oh, this is a very short punt. It gets out to. Let it roll. Gets out to the 50, rolls back. <laughs> <laughs> he should have picked that one up, but he hesitated a little bit, but that's okay, though. You've got now two minutes and 31 seconds to go in the first quarter. You got the ball at your own 47-yard line. 
obviously you're in great field position. The way they've been moving the ball, Sean, they only taken one or two plays to get in the end zone again. We see two major running plays here today from Jalen Boyd and Harry Bobo. Bobo, I'm sorry. I was looking for his name. Didn't think of it. <laughs> They go with a different running back this time. Polk's on the carry, and he'll get about nine yards on the or eight yards on the carry. Second down and two now. The two nineteen and go counting remaining in the first half. John Hale fourteen six trying to try to put this game away a little bit earlier than expected. Running back to the backfield. Five receiver in motion. Quarterback calls his own number. Trayvon Aggins calls his own number. Mosley with the tackle, but not before a big, big, big game there. About 17 yards on the carry. First down and 10, John Hayes. And they will stop the clock. 151 to go in the first half. Not out of bounds, Sean. So no one's wasting time out. So, so far, East Tech gave him a break by throwing that deep pass to stop the clock for the punt. And now John Hay was able to get out of bounds. Here we go now. Two running backs to the backfield. Wide receiver out to the right. Quarterback under center. Atkins, this is receiver in motion. Handoff. Bobo on a carry, but nothing happens as he's brought down by number 32, Drew Welch, in the backfield. It'll be second down and 11. Excuse me, second down and 12 from their own 33-yard line. Pots now kicking at 132 and counting to go in the first half here in the 2015 Senate Football Championship. Got a little confused here on the formation. Finally get it going. Caller in motion. He's got a man wide open. Caught by number 13. Dan Roberts with a big touchdown reception from number two, Trayvon Aggins. 33-yard touchdown pass. And John Hay has opened this game up now. 59 seconds to go in the first Pass. 20 to 6 is your score. All right, so obviously wide open on that pass and just nice throw. And you just said it's a wide open game now, it's 20 to 6. And you can see he's going for an extra, the extra point this time. And you can see John Hayden Bitch fired up. These techs kind of got their heads up. This word, the coach, you got to go over there and say, guys, 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 listen. You're only, you're only down by a couple of scores here. Don't give up. You still got a lot of football. You got a lot of football. You understand? You kept them down for a whole quarter. You just got to figure out what you were doing in the first quarter, apply it in the second half, and you can come back and win it. Extra point is good. But 59 seconds to go here in the first half, Sean. You score John Hay 21, East Tech 6. 
So a 33-yard touchdown pass with under a minute to go from Trayvon Aggins to Tim Roberts. Tim Roberts and Trayvon Aggins, both seniors, so that's a good memory they'll always take with them, a big touchdown catch and a big touchdown pass. Don Hay now starting to have things work in their favor. Again, they haven't had any turnovers and no penalties since earlier in the game. Yeah, I mean, the first quarter, you know, in the first quarter, they had two turnovers and and three penalties since then. They haven't had any turnovers. They've limited their penalties. And East Tech has been on the other end now, getting all the penalties. And, uh, you know, again, confidence definitely switched over to John Haynes. Williams, a nice move, gets one tackle, but that's all he gets on a kickoff return as he gets out to the 20-yard line. And now with 50 seconds to go in the first half, East Tech has the ball their own 20-yard line. Sean, what do you think they should do here? Do you think they should go for it, or do you think they should just nail it, go in half and talk things out? Well, momentum is a big thing here in football, period. I would want to go for it, and I think they should try to shoot a couple from downfield and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on some point because sometimes you want to do that. You don't want the momentum to go too far. But unfortunately for East Tech, right now they're not moving the ball very well. They had an interception, which led to another uh, John Hay touchdown. I think it's just going to half only because right now your offensive line, they're struggling keeping their quarterback protected. I mean, he's been on the ground the second quarter about five times. And, you know, you can't afford to throw an interception now because the way John Hayes running the ball, you throw an interception here, they might make this 26, and then it's all good run. There's a nice run there by Pullum. Pollard on the tackle, but not before uh, East Tech will pick up the first down. 43 seconds to go in the first half. Again, like I said, you know, they had a rough time here in the second quarter blocking for their quarterback. I would just take this one to the half. Maybe throw a trick play here deep down the field, maybe one shot. Only if it's there. Don't do anything that's going to put yourself in a pick six or even the possibility of John Hayes. Try to go for it. They will hand it off again. Falling away and running again. to get about three yards on the carry. 26 seconds and counting. And we have a timeout. East Tech will call the timeout. So here we are, Sean, with 23 seconds to go in the first half. The last game was 16 to 14. This time, John Hayes limited the turnovers. That's what I said was the key to the victory today, was limiting your turnovers. You have a chance to blow this thing open today, and certainly they have here in the second quarter. They got rid of those nasty gremlins, as they call it, the penalties. They limited them. No more, uh, actually, they've had no more penalties since about the first quarter. No more turnovers. And here we are now. They're up 21-6. Again, uh, some of the Senate conference players, uh, they're waiting at halftime to get the reward. Mostly uh, Glenville players, but you know Glenville. <laughs> one shows up, they all show up. <laughs> It was not too long ago that Cardale Jones was down there with those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Second and 
Cardell Jones, of course, will start tonight in wake of J.T. Barrett's DUI. But hey, they're the only team in America, I think, if they have the third-string quarterback, they're okay. <laughs> Shotgun formation, they will try to go deep here. He has nobody to throw it to, and he's going to be brought down to sack in the backfield by number 21, Justin Ellis, on the sack there. Had nobody to throw it to, and that was a very smart play to take the sack. There's no need to try to throw it downfield. You never know with eight seconds to go. You never know. They might take it all the way down. So that brings us to the end of the first half here at the Senate Conference Championship here in 2015. Your score at the halftime the John Hay Hornets 21, East Tech 6. The Scarab 6. <laughs> They used to be the golden skirts. I think they did drop the golden. <laughs> they still say it. Again, Quentin, he, he helped us out here in the first half as well with a couple of instances. Yeah, big, big thank you to the camera guy, Quentin, for uh, East, Tech, East Tech for giving us a couple plays here. We actually got to do the replay up here in the booth. Yeah. So special. We're going to take a few minutes off, and we'll be right back here from the Collinwood Athletic Complex. You're listening to... Senate Athletic League football and the championship here between John Hay and East Tech. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Father, you see the body both deep down inside. He was very so he's done all he could. We're trying to find something to
take and we'll look at this back. I'm looking at it every time I told him to play. They ain't quite gay yet, but I'm getting better at it. As a matter of fact, he's telling to you I'm okay. All I got to do is tell a girl who I am. I mean, now she can't get it. I can't have it. Now, 
You know what? They're both capable of, and you just got to go out and execute. Yeah, well, you know, um, you don't look at either or differently because you're both going to play. You have to be prepared for point. Right. Um, if Nothing changes. Right, absolutely. And, and Coach, uh, again, good luck next week. And, and it was kind of funny. I heard you talking about a little conversation here, and it kind of struck me a little bit because you're right about our youth today. We're losing a lot of our young kids out here. It's a silly violence. What are we trying to do now to, to help get these kids involved in more athleticism and, and to get off the streets and, and be more productive? Because they are our future. You know, one of these days, me and you are going to be in that nursing home, and these kids are going to be taking care of us. It's kind of scary right now. What's some of the things you yourself and, and the city of Cleveland are doing to get these kids off the street? Well, you know, I, I spoke uh, the day the first team, and they need to be at the organization that we need to be able to help children. Uh, I think that the perception of, of football, track, sports, I think that we don't really understand how important it is. Right. Uh, you know, the things that the, the major entities in today's world to, to make a difference to children is through churches, schools, Right. You, can, you, can you name anything else? No, they really can't. And just have the concept of why you're doing it. Right. And football gets in the way sometimes. Right. Because that's not really why I do it. You do it for the kids. I do it for the kids. I do it to raise them. I always talk about the table. See, nobody's sitting at the table anymore. Right. You know Everybody you grabs a bill and goes to the table. The table is where your information is. Right. Because the table is Right now, you know, we'd like to say the future is bright, but it's really not. 
and that's really football and things like that in that program. It's so important to make a difference in the world. And and we have to sit down and as a country and just let's stop it. You know, because right. the homes are not like it used to be. We all know that. Right. You and know? another thing is the media the media is the worst. I mean, because, and that's the thing where our parents have to just to take the TV and mm-hmm. turn it off because the take media, the cell phone. yeah, take those cell phones too because the media is just trying to divide races. You yeah. see it every day. Yeah. To me, I see a man for his soul, not for his color, and that's the way it should be. But the media, they, they feed this crap to our teenagers. And again, we need to just take our, te- whenever I was growing up, I, I couldn't even imagine my parents ever even give me a cell phone. I was 18 years old and I still had restrictions on driving. But I got taught speed and my dad would take my ticket. And, and another good thing, Coach, is I've seen you, you know, your players walked on the field and then you said, all right, put your jerseys off, get on the bus, and they immediately did that. That's right. And that that's one good thing I like about you. You know, you don't have to be mean, but you're very strict, you're very firm, and you care for the kids and they see that. Yeah. Right. And you got to keep doing that every day. You can't just one yeah. week be strict and next yeah. week let them no, have a little leave. The kids know, my kids know I care around Right. And that's, that's the, the They know exactly what needs to happen. You know, and that comes from spending time. Right. You, know, you can't, you can't, but then this is the key. You can't coach a kid or raise a kid or educate a kid that you don't know. Right. So you got to get to know your kids. You got to know the kids in order to have a play. You got to know the kid that you want to have a school. Mm-hmm. So that means that you have to spend time. You can't be lollipop people. Right. Hey, you know, this show, what a lollipop, okay, that's right. here. And then, right. then you go away for four or five days. But you got to be consistent. Right. And there was a coach down in West Virginia, my former school. There was a kid that was getting abused in the home and was, you know, child abuse all the time. Our coach went to the courts, took that kid out of the home, put him in his house, raised him the right way. Now the kid went on to play at Marshall University. Now he's a high school football coach down here. And, and, you know, whenever you show these kids love, (laughs) some of these kids, you got to show them tough love. But once they find out that you really love them and you really care about them, you can change a kid's life in an instant. And that's the best part about it. Now, speaking of your kids, how's your son doing? Well, he's doing well. He's taking nine years of time. (laughs) <laughs> well, I can tell you this. We like him here in Cleveland, and we yeah. wish we had him back in Cleveland. Yeah, we do. Hey, you know, it's all good. Right. And, and, and Coach, what have, do you get to go out at all and watch your boy play I, at all? I normally do. I haven't been the one this year at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, let's, let's switch over to pro. Because, you know, you're a coach, you know football real well. What do you think the Cleveland Browns, because, you know, you hear all this talk, blow it up, get rid of the coach, get rid of this. What do you think the Cleveland Browns need to do to be successful in the future? Well, you know, I don't have a magic one. I want to tell you basic uh, things that I think about. You know, I think that on every level that to be a great coach or to have a great team, you have to have a coach. You have to you can't get away from that. Um, the players are still kids, you know, and you have to be a guy to have a certain culture that the kids can live by and lead them and sell it. And I think once you do that, it don't make a difference what you Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to always, you know, I think in the NFL, we all know that it's all about a business. Right. You can't have business. Right. You know, and, and another thing is, coaches like play like a brown. We don't yeah. even know what that means yeah, anymore. That's right. Because play like a brown now means get yeah. beat every week. So, right. yeah, back in the day, it was, hey, we're going to run the football down your throat, that's beat right. your brains out. Right. Now it's, well, play like a brown, and we're probably going to lose. But, coach, uh, is there a website for trouble you can go to? Do you guys have a certain website, or can yeah. they just contact the school and get a hold of you guys? Oh, you know, every, every, Right. You know, it's, it's not one way or the other. other. It's not a certain thing as we can do. It's the world is in trouble. You know, everything that rich is not rich is right. So I you know, I don't even buy that. Right. That's a good philosophy. That's how it goes. You know, I don't I don't know bad kids. Right. I know bad people. Right. So you don't know a bad kid because they still got a good future ahead of well, Coach, good luck next week. Yeah. we got the Midview Mitty. Yeah. We're pulling for you. Yeah. Bring home another state championship. Yeah. Tell your kids. That I uh, tell Ted that we want him back here in Cleveland, and I'll fight for him. But uh, good luck, and uh, go get another one. All right, thanks, sir. All right, there you All have right. Ted Ginn, senior coaches at Glenville High School, and they are playing DJ Shaw and the Midview Middies next week. Uh, they are 10 and 1, Midview 11 and 0. Some rumor is, well, we know for sure they'll be playing next Friday night. There are some rumors that it could be a fire still. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, Sean, you're just joining us. And, man, I tell you what, you missed a really good conversation <laughs> about – we talked a little bit about football, but we talked about the youth of today and Alex in trouble. And he's got a really good insight on helping these kids. Well, you know, I was just going to say, sorry it took me so long. Just kidding. Uh, you know, the thing with this, and, uh, Jeremy, I, I apologize for taking so long. <laughs> Okay, you had to give me a Gatorade. Yeah, well, I got a Gatorade. I got, I got your drink, but I was getting a sound bite. I got a sound bite from Coach Ron Oh, perfect. And I also got one from Coach Daryl Forrest, and I also saw two of our good buddies down there from the Cleveland uh, Pack, Abe Taylor, or formerly indoor football players, Abe Taylor and uh, the other guy. <laughs> I'm so excited to see him, but Abe Taylor is also an assistant coach on the East Tech side, and I'll play those bites here in just a second uh, from both coaches. But it was great to hear, you know, both sides of it, just to hear, you know, know what, what could happen, and, you know, on the rest of the way. So here, I'll, I'll throw on uh, real quick as we got a few seconds here. Coach Rodney D. Cepeda. Yeah, you know, I'm going to 
right, so basically in a roundabout way, Coach uh, Forrest said, and bottom line is you, you have to block, and he said that's what they have not been doing, uh, these freeze tech. So we'll see what happens here in the second half, if they can do it, you know, again, see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, you got to get both coaches. You know, they showed there, they showed you a little frustration in the turnovers. Uh, luckily for John Hay, they limited them. Fidel on the carry, you'll get a couple yards. Second down and eight. And Coach Cepeda basically said it was a quarterback center um, mistake with the uh, early penalties. So he said they they had to get those fixed, and now they have. Uh, we'll see. Obviously, in the second quarter, they definitely fixed them, as we saw. Right, and also for uh, East Tech, uh, Coach Gerald Forrest was named the Senate Coach of the Year, and rightfully so. I mean, this team hasn't been in this situation in a very long time, and uh, now they're back. And uh, like I said, 0-3 starting, he's gotten the 5-5. Five five. He'd love to be able to get East Tech the first winning season in a long time here with the victory today that would solidify it. They got a lot of hard work to do here in the second half. Yes, they do. And I, I will say this: Coach was in there for a while, and I was trying to figure out why he was in there talking so long. But then I realized later on he was on the field. Yeah. And so it, he, he did talk to them for a while because I was standing right by their door and players coming in and out. And uh, I caught, talked for a moment with Ta- uh, Coach Taylor as well. Deep Texas gets a handoff. That's called on the carry. Oh. Little scuffle there between number nine and number 24. Robertson and number nine, Vontae Wells. Vontae Wells and uh, you know, Vontae Robertson getting into it there a little bit. Hey, it's football. That's football. what you're expect. <laughs> yeah, Coach, uh, he was he was definitely talking to him for a while. I could hear a little bit bits and pieces, so I, I tried to. I, the, one, the one security guard told me, oh, you can go in there. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go in there. I, I probably could have, but I just didn't think it was. Well, exactly. You know, and you want to give the players and the coach yeah. privacy because we're going over a game plan. He doesn't know me and you. He doesn't know where we're from. We're not sure any media pass. Today. So, <laughs> you know, it, it could be, you know, and you want that time to be coaches and players only. Sure. You want them to be able to get their game plan, no distractions, that way you come out in the second half and try to win this football game. Play another play. Again, it was good to see when I walked in here. There's Coach. <laughs> yeah, Coach is a very good guy. And, uh, you know, it's not it's like you said, you know, people don't realize, like, me and you and a lot of other guys that take advantage of it for granted. Like, we're watching the high school football game. But we don't understand that, like, sometimes high school football can save a kid's life. Absolutely. And you may say, how does sport save kids' lives? Well, for one, keeps them off the street. They have to have good grades to be able to play. And, and I like this thing, you know, whenever I mentioned trouble with you, he said he doesn't believe in such thing because every person deals with the first thing. Sure. That's a very good thing to say. He said he knows bad people, but he doesn't know a bad kid. Sure. That's a very, very good thing to say because he's very, he's absolutely right about that. Tech back to pot, almost blocked. 
Second down, six. Boyd will get a few yards and possibly the first. Just, might be just short, Jeremy. Yeah, the uh, official is darkness, and I believe it's just going to be just short. Yeah, maybe third and inches here. Third and one for John Hay, and the ball at the East Tech 49. Third down and one to go. John Hay trying to put this game away early in the third quarter. Receiver in motion. Hand off to Boyd again. He'll have enough for the first down for sure. But he loses the football. No. <laughs> and a turnover, and East Tech recovers again. There is what we were talking about. Then it's number three today for John Hay. And this could be for the momentum East Tech needs to get back into this game. And they're only down by two scores here. Yep. You're still early in the third quarter. I mean, right here now, they got great field position. They're already at the 50-yard line. So, then we got halfway to get down the field. East Tech will take over first down and 10 now. Actually, they'll move it back out to their own 48. The first down and 10 to go for East Tech at their own 48-yard line. Two receivers to the left, running back in the backfield. Shotgun formation. And we'll have a timeout. That's the very first frustrating part is whenever you get the ball back, you try to run a play, and then your offense comes out there. Little brain fart. Sure. You know, sometimes it happens. It's understandable, but they weren't able to get the play. Now they had to burn a timeout. Yes. We're at timeout right now. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsor today, 
Uh, Billy Morris of Smoking Rock and Roll Barbecue, 216-925-3650. The best smoked pulled pork and brisket in the Cleveland area, guaranteed. They have big food trucks. Open up the window, has a uh, screen in it to play rock and roll videos. Of course, uh, Todd Chase and the chef, he's from the band Tough. And then Billy Morris, formerly of Warnock and Quiet Riot. So two big-time rock stars getting in the food industry, and it's just taking off. We're actually at Harley Davidson this week out on the out on the west side. The brand new one, by the way. The brand new one. Yeah, the brand new. One. Well, no, they're not the one in uh, Park. Oh, southeast. southeast. Southeast Harley. Okay, that's been around for a long time. Yeah, they're having a good time out <laughs> that's there. That's good. Without me, I'm having an even better <laughs> Without time. Without me. The Dell's pass was complete, but for a long. That was off the Ty Cummins. that interception that uh, East Tech threw. They, a lot of uh, guys, 
said he should have just threw it away. <laughs> well, not, not necessarily. He should have took the sack because, I mean, you just lob the ball in the air. And whenever you do that, you give yourself the potential of getting the interception, which that's what's happened. But what was crazy was everybody was just standing, even John Hayes was just standing around looking in the air. And then finally one player was like, oh, my God, the ball is going to come down at some point. I should go get it. Bubble on the carry. He'll lose the yard on that. And the East Tech defense is still fighting hard. And uh, number 34, Greg Baugh. Greg Baugh kept doing the sign, feed me more, feed me more. <laughs> He's all excited. <laughs> Got a scoring update from John Carroll University. They are losing to Otterbean 7-0, 648 to play in the first quarter. Not good. Uh, start for John Carroll. Hey, do you happen to have the uh, Union score by any chance? No, I don't. I should have got to one here. Top Union and Baldwin Wallace are playing. Oh, <laughs> I live next door to three Baldwin Wallace players. So. <laughs> My cousin actually put, well, he, he's not starting, but I'm hoping to see him on the uh, quarterbacking for John Carroll in the near future. That is Brandon DeMarco. He's uh with a push and shove him, but a push and shove him. He heard the mom that <laughs> right away. She's like, oh, you guys. It brings up now third down and seven for the Hornets. Kind of puts this game away. They have a 15-point lead, 21-6, 342 to go here in the third quarter in the Senate championship for this 2015 season. Both these teams will wrap it up. Of course, the regular season champion, Glenville, they had a playoff game, so that's why they're not in this game. Uh, they are playing, again, Midview Middies next week. Game of the week. A very tough game. Oh, yeah. And they got great size. And oh, all right. Man, the earlier, earlier, Trayvon uh, Aggie, he was able to hook up with Ken Roberts for a 33-yard touchdown. This time, it was going to be about a 22-yard pass. Went right through Robert's hand, and that will bring up fourth down and seven. Now, we'll see what John Hay does here. It'll be interesting because East Tech's offense has been a little bland here in the second half, yes. and uh, it looks like they're going to punt. It's only their first punt of the night, I believe, too. Yeah, I believe it is. I believe that this is the first punt of the day for John Hay. East Tech also with just one. And oh, I'm near. Sorry. <laughs> See where that goes. There's a flag on the play. Flag on the play. That looks like only about a 15 yard punt. <laughs> Almost blocked. <laughs> it's going to be a 13 yard punt. Flag on the play. We'll see what that is. Did you call it up right now while we're waiting for the call here? In high school football, last night, Glenville, of course, winning over Springfield, 56-28. Uh, Beechcroft loses a tight one to Zanesville, 13-7. Glen State loses to Turpin, 38-7. Fort Recovery, that's a heck of a name, Fort Recovery, <laughs> beats Vi- Miami Valley Christian Academy, 62-34. to All right, so the penalty on... John Hayes will decline, and it'll be first down and 10 from the 50-yard line. 
Anyways, uh, McCollum over Crestview last night at Gilman, 27-21. Madison over Harding. Or, I'm sorry, Harding over Madison, 31-20. Dandy Valley over East Palestine, 28-14. Terry over Mansfield Senior, 35-0. Canton Central Catholic over Hopkins, 52-14. And Louisville over Poland Seminary. 42 to 7 last night. That's some of your scores. Now back to the action here. East Tech trying to get something to go. Shotgun formation. Quarterback runs right into the arms of the big guy, number 56, Jacob Kane. The lineman there, or the fullback there, misses block, and unfortunately for uh, for uh, the quarterback. Eric Fidel, he ran right into the arms of the beast. And this is another thing that's building China. Their sacks aren't just like three and four yards. They're 10, 15, 20 yards at a time. Like now puts them in a second down and 20. Yes. And as Coach said, they need to block. They need to block. Oh, watch the fumble snap. Fumble snap on the play. Looks like East Tech will recover. Here's another. Once again. 38 yard line. That's a loss of two. Third down and 22. Long way to go. Third down and 22. But maybe we can see some magic like we saw in the first half. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, that's how <laughs> you play the game. Yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can follow Jeremy at Dyer MMA. You can follow me on at LPres95 on Twitter and our front row page at front row CLE. And don't forget to check out Snapchat, LPres95 on Instagram and the front row page on Facebook. Shotgun formation. Faced again. It all goes down, and again, just like we talked about, Jeremy. Yeah, they, they're just moving backwards, and they're losing 10, 15 yards at time. Liddell was brought down by Jason Johnson. And there you go, another 10-yard loss. And now, instead of moving the ball down the field, momentum trying to win this game, now we're just a minute to go in the third quarter, and it's fourth down and 30. And East Tech, they look a little down right now. Heads down. Coach's got to get him riled up here because some of the players walking with their head down. You can't be doing that in a game like this. You're only down by two scores. Anything can happen. <laughs> so East Texas back in punting formation. 35 seconds to go in the third in the third quarter here at the Senate Championship, and that puck was tipped. And it will go out of bounds at the 48-yard line of John Hay, and that's where John Hay will take over at their own 48-yard line. Man, I tell you what, I don't know what this line official is doing. He has been off on every spot on punt. He just put the ball at the 45-yard line. Here's a flag on the play. Wait and see what the call is. A holding penalty on John Hay. John Hay with the hold. 
I think another reason why to play big in these games, especially this game for both teams, you don't know who's here. You never know who could be sitting in the stands at this game. You just never know. There could be a scout from somewhere who just happened, you know, he just happened to hear that, hey, the Senate game, I'm going to go check this out. Well, yeah, I mean, Mike Mitchell was one of them. He was John Hay. He was quarterback for John Hay. Very successful here. And, again, Malik is now a freshman playing football at Kent State University. And the kid's just getting bigger and bigger every day. I see him. He looks like an incredible hawk now. I remember whenever he was a skinny, young, first got his chance to play quarterback, proved himself. I look for Malik. He hasn't got to play this year yet. I look for him to play next year. John Hay, they'll hand the ball off. takes it to the outside. He's down to the 50, down to the 40, down to the 35, the 30, the 25. He's finally drug out of bounds at the 24-yard line. The 31-yard run there for Bobo. <laughs> I turned it down. I didn't know how to. Oh play. no, no, you're good. I was just making sure. For some reason, I, I was it was on. Oh. So I'm like, oh no, the power go out. <laughs> just sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> oh no, we're good on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just I was like, be ready. <laughs> here comes John Hayden now, knocking on the door to put this one officially away. 18 seconds to go in the first or in the third quarter. They'll hand it off. Hand it off to number 22, maybe on Folks. He gains about eight yards on the carry. Second down and two. And that's the end of the third quarter here in your 2015 Civic League Championship between John Hay and East Tech. Your score, John Hay, 21, East Tech, 6. Thanks again for joining us on the front row. Again, today's broadcast brought to you by Smoking Rock and Roll Barbecue, 216-925-3650. They do private events. They do, and they even the cool thing about the private events is they have me as a DJ or Billy as a you know, musician to come in, we'll cater the event, play a big concert, leave you with some leftovers and go home, and you'll be one happy customer, and we'll be one happy Musicians, <laughs> no, we're we're like family. We get along with everybody. So, <laughs> and I've seen you guys down. At, now you're still doing the ESPN tailgates, correct? No, we took nope. a break this year. Break? Uh, okay. The uh, ESPN tailgates sold the rights to Hooli House. They went a different direction. Okay. Not going so well for them. So we'll see what happens <laughs> next year. But you know what, John? It's kind of it's kind of okay because it's kind of good to have a, a Sunday off. This sure. Year, especially with the Browns the way they're playing. <laughs> but like. You know, like today, getting up at 9.30 in the morning after getting home at 3, that's not a big deal. <laughs> but what is a big deal is whenever you have to get up at 7 in the morning sure, oh and go down there and perform all day and then go to the game because you get free tickets. And then you're home at 6 o'clock in the evening and you can barely even walk. <laughs> I mean, this is good. I'll be home by 4 o'clock today. I'll be snoozing. Second down and two, John Hay on the East Tech 23-yard line, start of the fourth quarter. 
You got one receiver to the right, tight end to the left, one running back in the backfield. Tight end in motion. Take hand off. Trayvon Aggins calls his own number. Now he's oh, almost intercepted. He ends up throwing it. Went through the defender's hands and then the receiver still almost caught it. A big break for both teams there. Third down and two now from the 23. And I don't understand the passing there, Sean. I think they should just stick with what was working, just keep running. So far, they've got well almost 200 yards rushing against East Tech today. That's the way to go. If it's not broke, don't fix it. No. <laughs> but I guess, you know, you want to mix it up a little sure. bit. You don't want to excuse same bland offense, run, 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 run. But like I said, if it's working, why not? And that pass was nearly intercepted, almost even caught for a touchdown. <laughs> Harry Bogle, he's only five foot three. Yeah, he's fast. But he's hard to see out there. That's the thing. Harry Bogle, but not that time. They sniff out the run. They drop down in the backfield by Drew Welch. Welch yeah, bring up fourth down. Josh, or Welch is graduate threw him right down. Okay, yeah, and Welch has been in the backfield a lot today. Here we go, fourth down and six. John Hayes up comfortably 21 to six. They're going to go for it on the 27-yard line. Trayvon will call his own number on the fake hand up there. Trayvon Atkins, and that will be a first down, John Hayes. And John Hayes is running at play where they've been sending uh, Jalen Boyd in motion and handling the ball off. Sure. This time they fake the hand off. Trayvon Aggins shoots around the right side, gets the seven yards, gets enough for the first half, and now you can sense the end is near for East Tech today. Unless something happens on the defensive side, which we almost uh, moments ago saw a play, possibly have turned it around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they've had their chances. I mean, both teams, I mean, even even John Hayes, you got to give him credit. They've had their chances to blow this thing wide open. They just haven't done it yet, but now they're knocking on the door to try. Once again, boy, the motion, broken play, and they end up having it to Bobo. Bobo with a nice two. He has five. Wow. You see Coach Decepeda down there? Yeah, he was fired up because Jalen Boyd looked like he had nowhere to go. He had five guys on him, does a little juke move, somehow slithers in between that all five players and ends up picking up eight yards on the carry. Actually, nine yards on the carry. Second down and one yard to go now. And you can hear them all cheering for Bobo. Any <laughs> eye formation. Two bags in the basket. Quarterback. He almost got the quarterback, but he's able to get the handoff just in time to number 20, Alfred Conway. Conway, with a 10-yard carry, brings up first down and goal, and now John Hay at the one-yard line. Oh, 
First and goal from the one. Extra point. Extra point attempt will be by number eight, Javon Williams. Javon Williams. Javon Williams. Williams kick it up. And it is good. So with 939 to go in the ball game, John Hayes takes the commanding 28 to 6 lead over East Tech. Like I said, shot now. The mistakes have been limited. They've, uh, although the last time they had five turnovers, this time they've had three. Their defense has played outstanding. They've given up that early touchdown in the first. Nothing happened since. Again, the high school football playoffs is in full effect. Next week, game of the week, the Midview Midi taking on Glenville. 10 and 1 is Glenville, 11 and 0 Midview. Midview looking to DJ Shaw and Midview looking to help take Logan Bolden and Dustin Crum to the state championship and win it this year. Um, didn't tell Coach Guinness, but I kind of root for Midview a little bit. Um, my buddy went there. But he, if Ken wins, I'm going to cheer for Glenville. like both those programs. Too bad they couldn't wait to meet the championship. That'd be a great game. But like I told Coach Ken, I believe that the winner of this game will go to the state championship this year. John Hayes set back to kick it off again. 939. Even if East Tech doesn't pull off a Major upset here and come back on Wednesday. What an outstanding season for them to even get here. It's been a long time. Again, uh, Coach Daryl Flores is the coach of the year here yeah. in the Senate League, and rightfully so. I mean, he's taken the East Tech program that hasn't had any success in a very long time, has turned them around and playing in an 11th game of the year. I mean, you know, 10 games is what they play in high school, and then they're done. He's got them to playing a number 11. That's a huge step forward. Breeze tap. Absolutely. I'm not sure this play, but they're going to split kick it. <laughs> not sure why the split kick was in effect here. Don't understand that call. Kudos, right? Exactly. <laughs> I know as everyone always says, you hear it all the time with different people, especially on sports talk, why does anyone even do the squib kick? Because it's just 
bad things happen when you do the squib kick. <laughs> right, and that is true. We've seen it many times in the NFL and in college. They don't seem to do it as much. Right. You I think I don't know. It's it's never a good idea. <laughs> no, that's definitely not a good idea. You're right about that. And uh, of course, let's at halftime they they recognize the Senate All Stars for Coleman DeAndre. DeAndre Brown and Charles Huston. Mm-hmm. For East Tech today, Eric Bedell, Darren Brown, Dylan Colum, Elvante Robertson, and Drew Welch. For John Hay, Trayvon Egg, and Shalen Boyd, Leon Clayton, Randy Coleman, Justin Ellison, Deontay Wells. For John F. Kennedy, Ahmad Hill, Mike Moore, and Julius Warren. We'll go through the rest of these in just a little bit. Meanwhile, first down and 10 now for John Hay, or excuse me, for East Tech. They do the reverse end of the round, and it's not going to go anywhere. As a matter of fact, they get reverse yards. They'll be brought down to the backfield for another loss against Sean. They're losing yards, and look whenever, and teams lose yards all the time. Sure. But these guys are losing 5, 10, 15 yards at a time. You cannot do that and expect to come back and win this football game. Especially down 28-6 here late in the game. Again, uh, more Senate All-Stars for Glenville, Christian Clark, I hope I say this right, Talithia Farmer, Jeff Ginn Jr., uh, Devontae Houston, Aaron Polk, and Demand Wilson. For John Marshall, Damon Dodd, Kevin Mays, Andrew Starks, Nicholas Stoddard, and and Joe Victor. Quarterback looking to throw. He's got a man wide open. He breaks one tackle, but he'll quickly be brought down by more. The whistle's blowing. The guys are still going. Guys are a little fired up right now. Unfortunately, we're getting into the chippy area. The game is a flag. We knew that. Unfortunately, with a game like this, when you get to a certain point, there's going to be the chippiness, and that's what we're getting. Right, they kept me fairly clean the whole game, you know, emotions riding high, 28 to 6, you're a little upset, your head's not straight, and why it gets thrown. Well, let's go to Lincoln West real quick. Uh, Senate All-Stars, Zach Barnes, Elijah Hill, and uh, Devin Negrin, uh, Whitney Young, Albert Jordan, and Darren Pryor, James Rose, and uh, Brandon Clark, Marcus Glow, Henry Harold, and Tony Rosado. All setting penalties. All sports like on both teams. Uh, John Adams, in an All-Stars. Keon McGraw, Kavion Sturfire, Trayvon Thompson, and Eric West. The MVP this year of the Senate All-Stars was Marcus Drish from Glenville. And, of course, the coach of the year is Daryl Flores from East Tech. So that was the awards handed out. At the half, here we are in the fourth and final quarter of the 2015 Senate Championship. East Tech now down 28 to 6 time is running out third down and seven from their own 48-yard line. Shotgun formation, back looking to pass. He'll kick it out to the halfback. Varsity's not going to go anywhere with that. Or most of I like the 
Again, and make sure if uh, you make sure you follow us on Twitter, Front Row CLE. We've covered the Cleveland Golden Gloves boxing for the last two years, and this year it'll be year number three. And we've had a great time covering oh, the Golden Gloves. Fun time watching guys get knocked out, <laughs> move on to Vegas. Yes, and you, you know what? You know what? I think the most impressive part after that is some of the people we meet. Uh, you know, Octavius Webb, uh, Matt Brown from Akron. He's actually got a big fight tonight over at the. Um, I forget what the name of it. It's, it's a ballroom, Slovenian ballroom, I think. Yeah. Something, something like that. I apologize, but I mean, there's there's just so many of these fighters we've met in the past two years. It is a great time, and and another thing, Sean, is we go back to what Coach gave us on the boxing is just a brutal sport. I mean, yeah, you can get knocked out. They're barbaric a little bit, but these people lot. It does, it does. And how many guys are you going on the street and gang banging and beating people up? Anyways, here we go. First down and 15 now. 
And there's another illegal party. Now it's first down and 20. So here we go again. He's been in trouble all day long with East Tech. East Tech has been able to get down into the John Hay territory and penalties, fumbles, they intercept. It's cost us all day long, and that's why the score now is 28 6. Oh, it's all after? Yeah, after there is an all-star game going on afterwards, Sean. Huh? <laughs> I will not be doing play-by-play play for that. <laughs> Got to get home. 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 There's no DJ tonight? No DJ tonight. I'm off. Rare Saturday night off. <laughs> All right, here we go now. Second down and 15 yards to go for East Texas. 539 remaining in the ball game. <laughs> Quentin is ready to get out of here. <laughs> but again, we'd like to thank Quentin from East Tech today. A couple of controversial plays. He was able to show us the play. We were able to get the right call, and actually the officials did a good job getting the right call. Pass though deep downfield is gonna be intercepted. Nowhere even near the receiver. And that was actually intercepted by the quarterback, Trayvon Aggin. So Eric Bell goes to Trayvon Aggin. The only problem is that Trayvon Aggin plays for John Hay. And, again, this is what we were talking about. That, that now makes two interceptions in, in John Hay's territory, fumbles, penalties. It's just not when he's text player all day. And here we are now, first down and 10 from their own 21-yard line. If there's a fat lady singing, she's warming up the vocals. Quinn, while we got you here, we got to ask you real quick. Is this your first year doing uh, cameras for East Tech? Yeah, I've been doing this for great. Okay, so how much do you enjoy doing this? A lot. I got to for a lot of games. A lot of the games. <laughs> What's the greatest place you went to this year? I don't know, my name is Avon. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you went to Avon? All right. That's a good book. Lobo cuts it the outside. Lobo's going to take it. He's at the 45, the 40, the 35, and he knocked down at the 33 yard line. Harry Bobo with a big run. He's got to have over 100 yards. Maybe a mere 200. <laughs> For a second. Yeah. What grade you win? Eleven. Eleven. Right, so she's third year on the camera. That's awesome. That's real good. Do you ever have any uh, future in broadcasting? Camera? No. <laughs> she's heard enough. She's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> baseball. There you go. Good. You play for your team? I play for Colorado. Okay. Okay. 
All right, now here we go. First down and 10 from the 32-yard line of each set. John Hayes just looking to add more to the scoring, <laughs> pounding here, whatever you want to call it. And now they're going to give it to Albert Conway. He gets about seven yards on the carry. Quentin, who's your favorite uh, major league player right now? I'm, I'm a big fan of Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, all right. Yeah, baseball really does miss Derek Jeter. Yes. yes, it does. He, was, he might be the greatest shortstop ever. Him and uh, Omar Vizquel. Yeah, it's just Jeter has a step over because he hit better. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. Jeter is better than Vizquel. That's, that's why, I mean, I know the conversation. Well, there is none. I mean, yeah, Jeter is a better hitter for sure. Player, all Cap- captain, uh, what would they call him? Not captain. Uh, oh, yeah, they call him the captain. That's right. Yeah, the captain. He's always leading the way. Here we got a handoff to Jalen Boyd. He gets it well past the first down marker. Now it's going to be first down and 10 from the East Tech 15 yard line. 340 to go in the ball game. They're looking to just put. The explanation points on this football game. Quinton, uh, what what uh, position do you play in basketball? Catcher is the way to go. Never forget that, man. <laughs> Everybody says it's the way to go. <laughs> How, has practice, how's practice going for basketball so far? Here we go now. John Hayward again with just two back or two running backs to the backfield. Sitting the wide receiver in motion. And the quarterback, Traylon Egg, is going to call his own number. And he's got nowhere to go. He's going to be swarmed up, and he's going to lose about six, six yards. He's going to go back to the 21-yard line. We have an injury timeout on the field. Seems like it's okay, though. He walked off on his own. The best part of doing camera work, obviously, because I did the same thing for when I, when I was in high school at Maple Heights. You get out of class early sometimes. That <laughs> yeah, is very true. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better. <laughs> You're right about this. Get that call. Oh, it's time to go. <laughs> About that, he caught a touchdown. He's at these two, two and extra points today. <laughs> so this could be number. Th- well, let's see. I don't want to jinx him. All right, there you go. Poor <laughs> Sean's been taking steps today. Best I can. <laughs> the best he can. 
Uh, he's doing a great job. We'll go with the game recap after we're finished here in about two minutes and 50 seconds. We're almost done with the 2015 Senate championship game, and now there's going to be a timeout to keep from the delay of game. So, again, uh, Sean, first quarter, John Hay, two fumbles early on, one costing him the uh, six points that East Tech was able to take advantage of and drive down the field and score on him. Since then, no turnovers and, uh, well, no, I just wanted one turnover, turnover. and uh, no points allowed on the board, and that's where we're at 34 to 6 here with only 250 to go in the game. Lines up for this extra point. Let's see what happens here, Jeremy. <laughs> Kick is up. And it skates through, and that makes your score now with 250 to go in the game. John Hayes, 35, East Tech, 6. And again, thank you so much for listening today to the Front Row Sports on TalkShoe.com. It's been an exciting game, nonetheless. We're definitely glad to be here today. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day for football. You know, the thing of it is, Jeremy, we wanted to do this for the last couple of years, and finally we're able to make it happen because originally this game was supposed to be at 545 yesterday, and I think because of Glendale playing in the playoff game, they moved it to this afternoon, which I think this is a better move. I mean, it would have been nice to play them under the lights for the kids, but I think this is a great, you know, great day for football. The weather's been, you know, very good, so you can't ask for anything more from the player standpoint of other than the score. Yeah, you know, the good thing is yesterday, you know, with my DJ and stuff, I wouldn't have been able to make that. So very good that we were able to do this today and uh, get things rolling here in this championship game. Hopefully we'll have this game in the future and also many more Senate League games. Yes. Talking about doing some basketball this year. I love basketball. Especially being in the front row right there. The crowd. The, you know, I'm a Duke fan. The camera crazy. Oh, baby. God knows I'm a Duke fan. He loves Duke. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> We actually do actually play Kentucky this year. Oh, man, they get to shut all those hillbillies up from Kentucky. Whenever <laughs> we take care of them this year. Hey, wait, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from West Virginia, okay? But Kentucky's a little bit. Oh, man, they want a big hit there. Laying the lumber down. That was not Alfred Conway that brought him down. That was number 18. They misinformed the public on that one because Sean, let me get his name right here. Sean Mitchell absolutely laid the pipe, knocked him out. <laughs> he barely got up tonight. 244 to go in this one. It's, all, it's been all John Hayes since the second quarter. 35 6, the Hornets lead over East Pet. Again, John Hay, a couple years ago in the playoffs, they got a good story out of Malik Mitchell going to Kent State. He hasn't got to play this year, but he will be there next year. 
He's improving every day. Could be the next Julian Edelman. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Come deep check on the end of the round. Wells able to get it out to the 35. Even though he's out of bounds, the referees know this game's over and they're going to continue to run the clock. Or it can be the next Cardale Jones, which again, this is you know this is why these guys play the game. They want to be the, the next one. Right. Absolutely. No, Cardell Jones has had a rough year, and I don't think the Browns are going to take him. The... No. Actually, you know what? He's had a rough year. The Browns will probably take him. <laughs> well, we got a second. What do you think is the problem with Ohio State right now? Why Cardell's struggling? I, I, I don't really know. Uh, they've just been in the funk all year, and sometimes teams get in that funk, and players can't get out of it. Sure. It's a mental thing at this point. Oh, he's got the talent. Cardell proved last year that he's got the talent for to win a national championship. Yep. It's just all in his head. He's got to get that out of his head. He'll be fine. Of course, J.T. Barrett suspended tonight. They're all behind. Bumble on the play. And it's going to be recovered, luckily, by East Tech. One thirty-one to go in the ballgame. My numbing thing about J.T. Barrett is Knowing this year everybody wants Cardell to play, but you know he struggled. JT gets his chance, and then he does his uh, Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big Ohio State fan, love our Buckeyes, but I'm a realist at the same time, just like with the Browns, they're terrible. Get rid of the whole staff, start over new, blow it up, whatever you got to do. Like the exterminator, you got to go in there, set off the bomb, blow it all up. Sure. Ohio State will not repeat this year's national channel. They're not going to. There's too much talent out there. LSU is way better. Uh, Alabama, I don't even know how they got in there. I, I expect Alabama to lose tonight. But even Clemson's a better football team. TCU is a better football team than Ohio State this year. The Buckeyes have to get very, very lucky to be able to win. I don't see it happening. Unfortunately, I see them losing to either Michigan or Michigan State this year as well. Yeah. Party. That big win over Michigan. That was a big win. There was nothing funnier than seeing Michigan lose that way. True, as an Ohio State nothing fan, you love watching Michigan still. And and you see the new shirt with the kids. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Nothing funnier than that. Ten more seconds of it in the county. And that will wrap it up here at the 2015 Senate Conference Championship. With your final score, John Hay, 35, East Tech, 6. And it was a close one the last time. And Sean, I told you, we're going to my prediction. I didn't think it was going to be close today. As long as they can live at their turnovers, and that's what they were able to do. Absolutely, absolutely. They really should be proud of these guys. These are teams to be proud. Yeah, the rights are right. <laughs> You're right about that. Gwynn Gwynn is right. Glenville is the real champion. Well, stay here playing in the playoffs. So you don't get the Absolutely. Absolutely. So John Hay will finish off the season at nine and two. East Tech will finish off the season at five and six. Again, East Tech head coach this year. Mr. Zero Force is the Senate coach of the year. So got something to look forward to in 2016. Players shaking their hands. Let's do a little recap, Sean. What do you got there for uh, the stats of the game today? All right, here we go. Okay, so uh, first
down four is that three set four first down that's it so one penalty and two turnovers um, they really you know didn't get anything going after the second well from the second quarter on uh, john hay was just basically able to shut them down and do whatever they wanted with them at will and of course john hay with some big runs a 44 yard touchdown uh, and then you have the uh, 33-yard touchdown pass. I mean, just really, John Hayes, they really just fell there. It was their that. Um, they only have one punt today, uh, three turnovers, two in the second quarter, like I said. Uh, they were out with, without their star, Leon Clayton, with that MCL injury. And uh, 44-yard touchdown today and a 50-yard touchdown today by Harry Bobo. So that really set the tone for this game. Again, your final score, John Hayes, 35, and East Tech, 6. Again, next week, Sean, I will be either either I will be either be broadcasting or I will be personally watching the <laughs> high school game of the week next week between the undefeated Midview Mini and Glenville.
Bolden plays wide receiver, but whenever Crum went down, Bolden is the quarterback for Mitten. And actually, Crum beat out Bolden. Bolden was supposed to be the two years ago. Bolden was supposed to be the starting quarterback, and Crum coming in and, and Dustin Crum coming in and beat out Logan Bolden. But they're great guys. They told Logan, they said, "Listen, Logan, you're a big kid. Let's move you over to uh, a wide receiver." It worked out. Midview went to the state championship last year. They lost us. This year, I look for Midview to win it all. I say next week, hate to do this to you, Coach Ken, <laughs> I say next week, Midview beats Glenville 42-21 to and moves on to the state playoffs. But, hey, that's why we play the game. Anything can happen. And, uh, good luck to both teams next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, again, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Dyer, you can follow him on Twitter at DyerMMA. Follow me on Elprez95 on Twitter, Snapchat, Elprez95, Instagram. Uh, see what else. Oh, and don't forget to go to my YouTube page, uh, the front row. We'll have some videos and pictures or videos up on there from today's game. And I'm sure Jeremy will have a few things of his own as well. So, and, and uh, of course, we've got to thank our big sponsor today for today's game. Uh, Smoke and Rock and Roll Barbecue, 216-925-3650. They come out during lunch. They come out doing catering parties. They do it all. So make sure you contact Billy Norris or Todd Chasing, 216-925-3650, Smoking Rock and Roll Barbecue Services. And also got to uh, send a huge thanks out to Country Parlor Ice Cream for uh, getting us on the air, and also Biagio DiCiaccio Jr. also getting us on the air. Uh, little things like, well, Biagio DiCiaccio is our studio control, so we appreciate it him setting us up so we could be on the air today to broadcast this great football game between John Hay and East Tech. And again, John Hay wins the 2015 uh, Senate football champ. They are the Senate football champions. And again, Glenville, the regular season champ, which I guess in a way that's got to be cool, you know, because if you're not, you can't play in the Senate championship regular season. Yeah. yeah because you got to go in the right, you know, you got, you're going to the playoffs. You have the right. right. And that's the cool thing, you know, Absolutely. they get the other, because, like, like the gentleman on the field just said, it's not all about winning and losing. It's all about building character. You're keeping these kids off the streets. You're keeping them out of trouble. We see our youth today. Our youth today is in big, big trouble. Absolutely. Show. And like Coach Ginn nailed it right on the head, it's not about sports. It's not about, not about winning or losing. It's about changing these kids' lives so they can be productive human beings in society in the future. And guys like Ted Ginn, they're trying to turn the city, uh, uh, Cleveland City Schools around. Sure. So far, it's a little rough, but they're getting it. They're getting there. That's the main thing. So, again, you, you saw some great kids out there today, and I, you know, walked through, you know, both teams, and they were coming out, and uh, which we have time. It's like, and that's the thing is a lot of people don't understand that these are just kids playing, having a good, having a good time, and that's all you can ask for them is to come out here play and have a good time, and they did that today. Right, and uh, you know, even though the score was one-sided, both kids, and especially the seniors on both teams, this was their last high school game ever. So they all went out there and laid it on the line. I think that even though East Tech walks away with a you know loss today, they look back on this and say, "Hey, we set the tone for the future of East Tech football." Yep. Because East Tech hasn't been in this game in a long time, and we we set the tone for that, and that's something they could be proud of. Either sure. Absolutely. Well, everybody is gone from the field. I think it's time for us to wrap it up because Jeremy, you got to get get back and get to sleep. You got yeah. a long weekend ahead of you. Me and Billy Morris are going down to the Mansfield Motorcycle Club for the Turkey Run. 
if you win the race, you win a turkey. So that's what we're doing. We're going camping with all of our Mansfield buddies down there. Goat, old man Goat, and uh, Radio and all those guys. So me and Billy are going to have fun dirt biking this weekend. Hopefully bring home a big dollar. <laughs> Jeremy, what was your experience like today uh, broadcasting the Senate? You know, it, it was fun. And like I said, it's really cool. I, I Like with Malik Mitchell, I, I had a pass with him. I know Malik. He's a good kid. So I already knew a little bit about John Hay, how the turnaround that the coach is doing with, with John Hay. So for this to happen, to be able to get in here to the Senate League, it's great because I can spread the word that we're trying to, you know, change the perception of Cleveland City Schools and make it, you know, positive again. So I think it's all for the good, and we got a bright future here with the Senate League. All right, Jerry. So I'll do my videos because that's what that's good for all of us. Right. Absolutely. The sun goes my face. Sorry. So. Hey, uh, if you got a face for radio. Hey, I have a great video also. you got to check it out on the Front Row YouTube page uh, with Jeremy singing last year at one of the uh, tailgates. Wow. It was pretty awesome, man. Especially when you think of that, I would said your bald, bald head. And who was the other guy who was singing to? Billy Moore. No, 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 the other guy, the lawyer. He was awesome. Oh, Greg Troy. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. That guy yeah. was awesome. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure, and again, thanks again to Billy Morris and Spoken Rock and Roll. Katie, sir. Checking us out here in the front row. Uh, we'll be back another time. And good night, Mini President Little Press.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.